Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Um, your wife will not wear around her neck. All right. On that note, let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and let's give a huge welcome back to George. Hello, everybody. Hey, George. Yes. It's been a while, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this is episode 208, Clone Wars. Dude, I hate clowns. I'm glad we're doing this episode. I have a, a serious problem with clowns. Yeah. Did I say clowns or did you just hear clowns when I say clone? Oh, clones? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Wrong episode. <laughs> We're a bunch of clowns. <laughs> yes. That's why I can't <laughs> listen to any podcasts anymore because I hate clowns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I stopped listening to all of them. <laughs> all right. This is episode number 208. Wait, did I do that already? You did that already. <laughs> I did yeah. it already. Yeah, see, we are a bunch of clowns, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we get to uh, how's everyone's week, let's kind of catch up with George because it's been a while. It's been, what, a couple of months, I think, or even longer, right? Yeah, probably probably about three months. Yeah. Yeah, I had some health issues. I uh, For the last 20 years, I've been doing live corporate video for a, a major company here on the Eastern United States, and uh, I went from doing maybe three or four real high-profile live events a month to five or six a week in like a six-month period. Wow! Yeah, it it's just um, and the stress. I've I've always been a little anxious, but um, this really kind of got the best of me. In about a seven-month period, I lost seventy-two pounds. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Ended up in the hospital and I just, uh, I was just so stressed out that I was nauseous all the time, sick all the time and couldn't mm -hmm. eat. And, uh, I just let it get the best of me. And, but, uh, once, once I got in the hospital, I had a really good doctor that kind of picked up on what was going on and they'd been running all these tests thinking I had cancer or something. And he said, this guy's just stressed out. Jeez! Wow. The other doctors thought, "Well, this guy's crazy." But sure enough, you know, once I went on short-term disability, and that's like, you know, for six months, I'm still off work. I go back in March, but um, but uh, once I got away from the stress, I mean, I started immediately getting better. I could eat, no more nausea, no more throwing up. Mm -hmm. It was just, uh, and it, you know, it's it's kind of it's been my baby. I started the live streaming at this company. I also do all the um, digital signs we've got like 350 and 23 different countries and it's just a little much to for one person to be handling all the infrastructure for so yeah wow. yeah so so now we got a they've got a four person team working on it nice so, so it took good. four people to replace one guy well yeah i was just gonna <laughs> say that yeah but they've been they've been really good about me being off, you know, yeah. full pay and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good. Damn. I've gained back I've gained back some weight, 
I didn't want to gain it all back. I, I think I was 242 when I started, got down to about 170. And uh, I'm, I'm back at about 195, and I'm 6'2", so that's about right. Wow. Yeah. I'm so, glad you're feeling better. Yeah, yeah but, really good to hear that you're feeling better. Yeah, once I uh, – and I tell you, the hobby's been great. Um, you just wouldn't believe all the outpouring of support and people mm-hmm. coming to help with little things I needed done when I was not able to. But uh, working on these helicopters has been great, getting my mind off of all that. Yes. Yeah. I just yeah. you know, really enjoy getting into helicopters. It's still stress. It's just a slightly lower <laughs> level of stress. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't let them. I don't. I really don't let them stress me. No, it's, it's only now. stressful to fly them. <laughs> if you're just building, just fly. Yeah. take your time, enjoy it, make the best of it. <laughs> so, speaking of Haley's a little bit, if anybody's seen pictures of George's hangar. You saw how many airplanes and EDF jets and stuff oh, he yeah. has. Packed. Mm-hmm. So tell us, how many helicopters do you currently have right now? One of our guys, John, he counted them the other day. We've got 27 now. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Almost all scale, too, right? Pretty much. I've got a... Um, Two or three. Yeah, I've got one 3D helicopter. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Man. <laughs> now, some of them are smaller. You know, got a couple of the little Blade 230s. I like those. Mm-hmm. Of course, put them in a scale fuselage. <laughs> nice. Of course. But uh, I like the military helicopters mostly. I, I, I like the MD500 type AH6 uh, little birds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got some of those. And, you know, do, use a lot of 3D printed parts for the weaponry and. You know, just to scale details, grind off the little bump hinges and put on some actual 3D printed hinges and stuff like that. Oh, very cool. Oh, yeah, yeah sweet. And I like, I like, you know, building the mechanics and, you know, the, the fly barless controllers and stuff like that. All that stuff is things that it's kind of in my wheelhouse and um, I, I just really enjoy it. Nice. And good therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> other than that, Things are going pretty good. Know, it's great to hear, man. I mean, you know, you, you hear like, you know, people say like, oh, stress can kill you and stuff. And like, you know, for most folks are like, well, yeah, but I mean, for you, it really did take a toll on your health, which is mm-hmm. insane. Like that, you know, it got to that degree of stress that, you know, physically affected you so badly like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, like taking that time off and, and, you know, kind of throwing yourself into the hobby a little bit more, um, focusing on that kind of less than, you know, focusing on that more than the work aspect and all the stress that you've been dealing with. Um, you know, um, it's cool. It's, it's definitely nice. It's good to hear. And, you know, so what do you think is going to happen when you go back to work? Or is, it, is the work distribution going to be kind of more, you know, easier on you, like the workload? Because it's going to be distributed yeah, more? I've, I've talked to him and... I'm not going to do any more live productions. I'm just stepping away from that because I was the engineer, the producer, director, and you right. know, it's just it's too much. Key grip, all that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's finally that's finally what put me in the hospital. And, you know, I was so stressed and I was getting so weak that I didn't really realize I was getting in that bad shape. I, I mean, people around me were like, dude, you got cancer or what? What? you know, what's happening to you. You're, yeah. Wasting and, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. You just don't, it affects your mind. My, my recall, that's one of the reasons I stepped away from the show because I was really searching and you probably pick up on it maybe tonight, but I search for words and mm-hmm. sometimes I, I can't remember the word. And it's like, I know the first letter of the word it rhymes with this, but, but, uh, that's, that's getting better. And they, they said that, that will usually come back, but may not. So I'm glad to see that it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But I was yeah, kind of, sure. Kind of like you, Steve. It's like stress. You know, people. You know, come on, suck it up, go on. Yeah, right. Bunch of pansies. It, it, yeah. It's kind of like the old, um, you know, boiling the frog deal. You know, you kind of increase that temperature a little bit at a time, and he doesn't yeah. realize it until he's dead. And that's about yeah. where I was. Yeah. Yeah, my mother would definitely agree with you. She used to tell me all the time, you know, stress is no good for you, and you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I used to tell her, Mom, I don't care though. So how is it going to bother me? <laughs> Just don't give a shit. Uh, Kevin has his kettle one stress reliever. Exactly. Well, that too, yeah. Stress I, medicine. You know, I, I don't mean to butt in on, on George, but I did have, oh, a, right I did have a, a boss one time tell me, you'll never get an ulcer because you just don't care. <laughs> I said, yeah, about right. No, that's a lie. <laughs> if yeah, you never cared, you would have picked up your boss's phone call at two in the morning and be like, I'm not on call, but yeah. I guess I'll help out, right? That- yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, that's but, not uh, I went seven years and never took a Monday through Friday off. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, that's not good. I mean, yeah, well, mentally, you can't I'm, do that. I'm glad to hear he's on the mend. Definitely. Yes. Yes, for sure. So and, and I'm really happy to have you back on the show, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad yeah. you guys will even have me. No, yeah, for sure. sure. Being a newbie. <laughs> no, like, no, everything else, like everything else I get into, I really tend to kind of overdo it and jump in both feet. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like that's all of us a little, you Zero know? Zero to yeah. 20-some <laughs> helis in six months? No, you didn't jump all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. uh, I guess let's uh, move it on to how's your week been, huh? Who'd like to go first? Who wants to go first? I can go first. I have a lot written down here. You I'm never go my first. Do you I should, never go first? You should go first. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let me go first. Right. Uh, the first thing I want to kind of briefly talk about is I want to make a correction. Last week I was talking about that I got, e, what is it, a YS96SRX? No, no, no. Sorry, my mistake. And I think I, when I was listening to the show, I was like going back and forth between like, yeah, I have a 91 SRX and I have a 96 SRX. I'm like, no, I have a 91 SR Turek motor. So that's the motor I have. So I just want to make a correction from uh, uh, from last week's uh, episode. Okay. Uh, let's see. I flew on Sunday. Um uh, I know you, Kevin and Mike, all flew on Saturday. I didn't get it. You know, Saturdays are very hard for me to get on flies. So, <clears throat> so I flew on Sunday, and the the day started kind of funny because it was like ridiculously windy in the morning. It's just you know, it was like okay, it's stupid windy. It had a little bit of a a misty, rainy kind of morning. But um, it cleared up right away. Um, yeah, I think even before 11 o'clock, it just started clearing up. The wind was still gusting at times, but it would have, like, nice breaks in the wind. Uh, so the first thing I, I went, you know, I got to the field, and there was a couple of quad folks out there, and then it was myself on the main flight line. And I'm like, all right, 
let me go uh, get this gasser, you know, fueled up and, and get this going. And, you know, I take off and everything seems to be good. And and all of a sudden, like, the, the motor's like sh- kind of shutting off. Not shutting off, sorry. Kind of going to idle. So it'd be like, eh, and it'd go to idle. And I'd be like, what, what the hell? Oh, oh. And it goes back up and it picks up. And then the revs were kind of all over the place. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Weren't you, having, a, projects, uh, weren't you having problems like this before? I was having problems like this on uh, on a nitro, but I'll, I'll kind of get to that. Oh. Um, and I'm like, what the hell? Okay, land a helicopter. I'm I I'm looking at my radio and I'm like, I'm on a V curve, so like the RPM should be at whatever throttle point I'm telling the stick to be at on that V curve. Right. So I think I'm having this issue across the board with all my fuel models. And, you know, I, I kind of have an assumption on, like, what is the cause. But basically, any model that I have NitroGov turned on and then set up a Macrocell V-curve, it seems to not like that with the RPM signal, with the RPM sensor on. It, it seems like it's internally battling itself on V-curve, Gov, V-curve, Gov, even though my radio... You know, I'm using the the macro cells with the negative 31, 32, 33 um, channel bank, whatever you call it, with a curve set up and everything. That it should just be basically disabling the gov and running with a V curve. But it's weird with the RPM signal plugged in, the gov tries to fight the V curve, and that's my assumption that it's trying to fight the V curve. So as soon as I unplug the RPM wire, boom. The throttle steady, everything is working properly, the servo's not bugging out, nothing's happening, it's perfect. Which which sucks because I like to have a V-curve setup and a gov mode setup at the same time. And I can't have a gov mode setup without an RPM wire or a signal. Right. I don't know. For now, I'm just gonna set a V-curve because I feel that the V-curve is a little bit better for fuel models, just more consistent for me. Um so I'll just leave it like that and not use a gov. But I don't know. I just I feel like the neo and micro macro cells. Um, I don't know if it's a touch thing. I don't think it really is, but it could be. Who knows? Um, it's just not playing nice with each other. So, so you know, I'll just set a V curve, unplug the RPM sensor wire, and just fly to heli and just send it. You know. Yeah. Um, well, I I thought you had this problem with the gasser once before, but I don't know if it was the same. It was related to something else or yeah. you, you were taken off and you were like, this doesn't seem right. It was like revving up and down. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I thought it was like the servo maybe, I, you know, right. I was just kind of trying different things. And, and at the end of the day, um, I just, all my fuel models, I got to unplug the RPM wire, the Kraken. I was having that same issue with it when I converted to nitro, but that initially I was, I, said it's a backplate sensor. The Spectrum backplate sensor must have gone foul and it's not reading the RPMs, right? So that's why it was like the the Nitro was going from whatever RPM to like full bore, full throttle, like screaming, you know, I'm about to overheat and blow up. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like whenever that happens, obviously I'd land and be like, what the hell? What the hell's going on? Why is it sounding like it's about to blow up? Um, but same thing. I unplugged the RPM wire. It's perfectly fine. So, have you reached out to anyone else that's running that way and see if maybe they've had this 
issue before. I think there I could have be not. a setting or something somewhere that's been overlooked. Yeah, I, I haven't. Um, you know, I'm basically the next fun flight go to. I'm just gonna ask people. I want to also talk to Goodrow because Goodrow is the one who put me on to doing these V curves through the Microcell. Right. So mm-hmm. I'll see if maybe he has any ideas. Uh, because I remember when we first set it up, he's like, "Oh, you can't have the RPM wire plugged in," and I'm like, "Why not? It's just an RPM wire. It's just getting a signal." But maybe this is why. So. Well, that would um, suck. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get uh, your RPM readout or anything. Right, right. Which means I don't, I don't get a telemetry readout. No, no, not RPM. No, because I need a signal. No, sorry, scratch that. Yeah, I, I would still get telemetry if I had the, the uh, heat sensor. The um. Yeah, but you won't be able to see your head no. speed or nothing. Nope, nope. I can't tell what head speed I'm running anymore. Um, one of the other things that I noticed that's kind of weird is that I noticed on my V Control Touch that I don't have the special throttle curve. Um, menu anymore it's there the app's loaded it says active and you know gives you a little x on the active box and everything but when i go into my uh, flight parameters and say where's my special throttle curve so i can or you know my v curve so that i can like adjust them it's not there and i have to go into like you know model setup edit macro cell and then you know and go into there um so I wonder if it's something to do with having macro cells with the new touch and um, how it does the collective add negative 31, 32, 33, like that whole setup is interfering with that application to actually run properly. So I am going to try testing something. I do have another Neo sitting here. So what I'll do is I'll just hook that up, um, you know, like start a whole new model and don't even... I won't even set up any of the macro cells and see if I get that menu back, which if I do, then that's telling me um, that I should just basically abandon macro cells and just use that special uh, throttle curve menu structure. So hopefully that, I mean, if that works, that's cool. Because then that means I think I should be able to go and have the um, the Gov and the uh, V curve because you can tell per bank if you want to use that special throttle curve or not. So... Um, so maybe that might be the workaround or the actual way I should be setting these up, I should say. But other than that, um, you know, I, I got a couple of flights on the gasser and then Mike, uh, Mike D showed up. Um, he was meeting up with me to just kind of drop a couple things off for, for the 3D printer that I have. And, um, uh, let's see, he showed up with his fit scale gasser buggy. It kind of looks like, uh, what is that HPI one? Oh, dude, I want to see that thing go, man. It it was actually really nice. What size nice. engine does that have? Uh, I don't know. It's it looks kind of like a Zenoa, you know. Yeah. Thirty or but I think it's like a forty. I think it's bigger. Yeah. But um, that thing is screams with the tune pipe and everything. It's it's loud. It's <laughs> way loud. Um, and I drove it around. He let me drive it around a little bit and went around. Like I was basically doing laps around our uh, track, not the track, the runway. Okay. And we're, we're doing laps around it and it's kind of jumping on the bumps and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I hand it over to Mike and he's driving around doing laps and going out like towards like the left side of the field. And then he rolls it and breaks the coupler for the muffler. Oh, <laughs> and no. Fuel lines pop out and fuels all over the thing. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so he was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done with this today. You know, and he packed it, cleaned it up, packed it away. Uh, soon after that, I got uh, Rob, Devin, Bill, Eric uh, came out to the field. 
And that was great because, like, you know, just all, a whole bunch of friends came out and we started flying helis. Devin's freaking, even with, like, slight women, he just kills it, man. That kid. Dude, yeah. I haven't, I almost sent Rob a, a text today. I haven't seen those guys in I don't know how long. Yeah, it's been, like, almost a month, I would say. Yeah. Right? Three weeks, three and a half weeks, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we had a great time. We were flying, bullshitting, just, you know, whatever. Nice. Um, Ricky Cricky came out, and also um, this guy I met on Facebook also came out, uh, this guy named Steve. And he, you know, he wanted some help with, and he knew Ricky Cricky, which was cool too. Um, but he needed some help with his Goblin 700 comp. So I helped him kind of get that set up for him. Um, they still need to do a couple more things. He had the orientation of the, the Silverline gyro sensor wrong. So like, you know, you go left, it was going right. You go forward, it's going back. Mm -hmm. So that right. you have to do it in the software because he's not, he's running, um, He's running 5.3 with, uh, like, you know, basically running a, a spectrum receiver to a DX7S. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for that, you either need that little Mikado football programmer or you need to hook it up to a computer. So, um, so we didn't get a chance to really main that. Um, but it was cool. I got, I got a chance to help him out and get him set up. And he was very happy that, like, everything was, like, set up and pretty much ready to go. He just had to flip that one setting and it should be good. Awesome. Yeah. I uh, flew to Black Nitro a whole bunch, you know, four or five times or so. Uh, and and basically, I was just like, I need to fly this. I want to really feel what the, the OS feels like right now because I should get my parts any day now from A-Main for the YS that I'm rebuilding. And as soon as I get that, I'm going to rebuild the YS, and that's going to go into the Black Nitro and get that ready for uh, the chill out. So... I think that's kind of about it. Uh, I just want to give a, a special shout out to uh, to Mike D. Um, I had issues with this printer, and the the person, the, the the company I bought this from, and the manufacturer did abs like I got no real support from them. And Mike heard it on the last episode. I had some issues, and he was like, he sent me an email saying you need this sensor. Right, new this bed sensor, and you and I have extras of that vinyl covering that um that my printer uses as the the bed cover, and he hooked it up. And ever since I got that sensor, uh, that sensor, and got it set up, this thing has been printing nonstop with no problems. Nice, dude. Right. So, you know, this eight dollar sensor, man. Yeah. 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 So everything's good. I'm actually printing right now, and no issues. I'm printing a little. Toyota four banger engine <laughs> right now. Printing the engine, nice. Yeah, so I'm printing the oil pan right now, so it's cool. Um, but yeah, that's enough for me. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your uh, your your week, uh, Kevin. Uh, my week was very good, dude. Um, went to breakfast mm -hmm. with Mike D on Saturday, man. Mike D nice. appearing in everyone's story. He's week. the man. Yeah, he is the man, dude. Yeah, man, we went to breakfast. I love doing that because then you go to the field. You don't need lunch, really. We've talked about that uh -huh. before, man. Yep, yep. And I wasn't sure how the, the weather was going to be. They were saying kind of windy up until Saturday. And mm -hmm. uh, I haven't been out to our field in like a month. Brought my generator out, you know, fire that bad, bad boy up. I haven't nice. run that in a while and had nothing charged. But that was cool, man. The regulars were out there and uh, – Got to see some uh, pretty cool flights, uh, some jets Mr. K had and stuff like that. I brought awesome. only helicopters, man. I didn't even mm -hmm. throw any airplanes in. I was like, screw it. I'm just taking helis down in the field. 
It was a very strange day because by the, I think, 3 o'clock, it was darker than it is at dusk. It was really strange. Really? It started getting really super dark Yeah, around yeah, 3 o'clock. Not overcast, huh? And I was on the way home at that point. But, man, I flew the Oxy-4. I brought that out. I haven't flown that in I don't know how long, probably since Urcha. And okay. <laughs> uh, where I had, where you guys were there, and I went to land, and the tailblade shot off, or was that? No, that was a uh, that was no, a that was a spring fling. Spring yeah, fling. yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe it I lands it goes ding. Maybe I haven't flown it no since tail. spring fling. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know why I grabbed it, but I I said let me take it. Huh. I get into my normal like routine. I'm messing around. I'm screwing around. It's flying really good. I get inverted, and I come across right to left and I'm kind of spinning around into like almost like an inverted nose down funnel and I'm coming around and all of a sudden I hear poop and I'm like what was that and the tail I lose the tail like the tail blades just shut off <laughs> I don't know if that was it but but did you lose like the the, the the hub break like did you lose the um tail grips or just the blades well I don't know what happened because I heard pop and then the, uh, the tail stopped. Like I could, I could feel the tail not moving anymore. I flipped it back over and kind of, mm-hmm. kind of brought landed on the skids. But I planted yeah. the tail in a little bit, and the grips had dirt in them. But both tail blades were busted. And uh, I don't know what happened, man. So I got to spool it up and see what the deal was. But it's it's mm-hmm. more or less like I'm I gravitated right past all that stuff, and you know, five fifty or larger is what I'm kind of enjoying now. So yeah. I don't know. I got parts for that. I might fix join it. Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, join the club. Oh, just wait. Give give him like three more months. He'll be like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm gravitating towards seven hundred OD. <laughs> right. No, and I knew that would be my natural like progression. Mm-hmm. I just had to get there. Actually, you say that. It's too funny you say that, dude, because I'm thinking about buying the 280, um, the V2-280 from Hobby King. It's so damn cheap. Or from Horizon Hobby because it's so cheap. And- you mean a 230? The 230, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And putting night blades on it that they still sell on Horizon. Yeah. Uh, I've been thinking about doing that. Uh, anyways, uh, flew the Oxy 5, and every time I fly that heli, man, I love it more and more. I just. Nice. Such a good helicopter, man. It's really dialed in. I don't think I have any crazy head speed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, man, TikToks, I was telling Andy before the show. Tail down TikToks, dude. Ridiculous. I can do them anywhere I want. Like, I'm moving them all over the place, left, right, up, down. It doesn't matter. Um, sometimes I push them out a little too far, but I think that might have been the wind yesterday or on Saturday. Sure. So I'm kind of working on that. And I've been working on this thing where I usually do, do them towards myself, where the disc is towards myself. I've been rotating that kind of 90 degrees, and I've been doing it more or less up and down the runway. And I've been doing... <laughs> I don't even know what they're called. It's it's cool to see, and it's fun for me to do at this point. You know, I'm entertained by the small things. I'll, I'll do, like, a rainbow, and then top of the rainbow, I'm doing, like, a TikTok back and forth, and then go back to the other side of the rainbow, and then come back up, and then TikTok real quick, and then go back to the other side of the rainbow. Like, uh-huh. it's it looks cool, and especially when I'm doing it up and down the, the runway, because I'm trying to progress towards that, too, where I'm doing more things left to right yeah. instead of, you know, in and out. Sure. And yep. Mm-hmm. Dude just had a good time with the Oxy Five, man. Awesome. Wasn't sure if I was going to auto that thing. I think I had a, a couple of issues with it autoing before, but the last flight I did a couple, of, and it was uh, it was pretty good. Just you know, you just got to get it get it down. A little doesn't float as much, obviously. You know, 
as the larger things. Mm-hmm. Then I flew, I flew the 690 once and uh, was having a really good flight with that. And it's kind of funny how you, you learn to know what the model does and what happens after you do certain things. And I'll tell you my story about that. I was doing some autos with that during the middle of the flight, and I came down out way out in the field, and I dug the tail in as I landed. And I was like, okay. Um, I went out to make sure it was okay and just brought it back. And mm-hmm. I had done that before, and probably a couple of times before I've done that. I, I flew the rest of the flight, but as I'm flying the rest of the flight, I can hear the, the belt now banging the, the boom a little bit. So I'd land it and um, I go to adjust the belt and I pull the belt. I pull the tail out a little bit and because I didn't know whether it was because it got tweaked a little. Um, its orientation was a little tweaked too. The 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 tail rotor. Okay. So I, I didn't know if it had loosened up because I had you know dug it in a little bit or what had happened. So I said, well, let me tighten the tail up. Tighten the tail up. Now the head doesn't move. The belt doesn't move. You know. It's it's binding up in there on those those rollers those plastic rollers, so mm. I've kind of learned my lesson. Like, and I, I took it apart and confirmed it when I got home. Like, once I do that, it's done. Like, if I dig the tail and doing an auto or something like that, don't fly it anymore. Don't keep tightening the tail up because I'm just going to ruin the frames. Then you know it'll eventually wear the frames away. All right, because it's that part is part of the frames where the rollers go into, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. well let me ask you this: Could you? Tighten the tail after you, like you know, you hit the ground. Check it, make sure it's on the rollers and everything, and then tighten it instead of go fly. Yeah, because flying with it loose is what's causing the problem. Correct. That's a good question because causing it to flop around and get, come off of the roller, maybe. Yeah, it's not coming off of the. I don't know if the initial dig in is what's wearing out the plastic really quick, or if flying around later on. Right, that's what I'm saying. Flying around with a loose belt, I think, might be your problem. Yeah. So if you look at it and tighten it every time you touch the tail, which, you know, I mean, that's annoying, but it's not hard to do. Yeah. That might solve it. And also, you got to just, you know, if you're tightening up the belt and you're putting more and more pressure on those bearings, like, they're going to generate heat at the speed that they have to spin at to, you know, keep keep that um, belt in line or in track. So that's going to start, and I think that's why, like, the starts to melt the frames up is because it just generates too much heat, or maybe those bearings failed um, somehow when you hit your tail or something, you know? Or I, think, I don't know, tweaked. because the the roller that I took out uh, of the one side, I didn't take the other side apart yet. I just ordered new ones. It was It was worn down pretty good. So Andy probably has a point, but I think initially it must stop them uh, from moving, uh, and then oh, it just wears away. I got an idea. Kevin, just uh, don't hit the tail when you land. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. That's a great <laughs> idea. Shoot. Why did I think of that? Just do Kevin, that. No problem. Let's just do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'm land on the head. Dude, but... If I land on the head, I won't yeah, hit the tail. Yeah, land on your right? head. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Eh, you know, it's just, just stuff catch it I'm, out of the air. It's stuff I'm picking up on the specific <laughs> model on the way, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was flying good. And I don't, you know... I mean, the little roller things are what ten bucks or something like that. So it's it doesn't matter if I buy a couple of them and and have them. That's fine, you know. And and I really enjoy flying the six ninety. It's yeah been with me for a while. I kind of know it really well. 
And, I think uh, the big part is that you want to make sure you catch it before it does any damage to the frames because the rollers are cheap, but the frames are yeah. not, right? Well, the uh, frames yeah. are like, well, That's why I was yeah. saying maybe check it. If mm-hmm. you know you've dug the tail in, maybe look at it. Make sure the belt's not too loose. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm just cool. from I'm from the old school oxy days of uh, an old school oxy of what five but, years nah, ago. That's fine. Just just keep flying it. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get my flights in. Mm-hmm. And along those lines, with me taking apart a uh, 690 and putting it back together, I got an idea uh, that I'm going to try and develop. And uh, for all you 3D printing guys out there, I know you guys love this part of the program. You might uh-huh. be, you might want to listen. I don't know, or you can just wait till you see it and be with it somewhere and be like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Um, I'm thinking about. Well, so what I've been doing now is uh, I've been taking the bolts out and I've been kind of pressing them into foam board. I'm thinking about 3D printing a whole thing that's got the whole layout of the whole frame in the area where the bolts come out of, and just to where I could just pop bolt out, stick oh. it in, there, pop bolt out, stick it in there. You know Dude, what I mean? That's a great idea. Yeah, I think make a little tray on the bottom. Yeah, just so like you know, when you're like you're wrenching on a heli, you can take like all the side frame bolts out and put them in like a keyed area, so you know that those are the same bolts going right back in. Yeah. Right, make two holes for every frame, right. so you can do both sides with exactly. One. Yeah, yeah. That's a mm. good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. Well, geez, that's a good idea. I didn't hear you talking about it on the show because I tuned out when you said 3D printers. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, jeez. But uh, that's that's really what all my week's been. I've been doing other things, but nobody's really interested in me cleaning up my garage. Throw more planes away? No. Just been one of those normal weekends of 70 degrees weather in, in January. Yeah, it's it was so normal. Freaking <laughs> awesome. It was great. It was a good weekend. Warm I had a lot of fun. Yeah, not for sure. So what have you been up to, Andy? I've, I've actually flown a lot this week. Get the hell out of here. I know, <laughs> right? I don't believe it. I flew two packs. Uh, this was all in the the XL Power. Flew mm-hmm. two packs one day last week. Flew two packs on Sunday. Flew two packs on Monday. And flew twice today on Tuesday. Nice, dude. So, Damn, nice. And I did not get to have breakfast with Mike D, oh. but I did talk to him and ask him some stuff about shooting. So nothing RC related, but Mike D did appear in all of our week stories, wow. I guess. Nice. Yeah. And so did Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. So I bought a plane. Oh jeez. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> An Aero B's MXSR, sixty four inch. It's an electro electric balsa something or the other it's currently sitting under georgia's table because that's where i got it from i yeah. haven't seen it yet georgia's selling planes i'm like nah i mean i need it like i need a hole in the head but sure <laughs> price was right so you know mm-hmm. and then i bought a crashed e5 helicopter nice because the price was right and i figured nah, i might put it fix it Maybe sell it or something. Jeez. I got to take a trip Why down you... to Georgia's. Just hang out. See if it's got anything right? for sale. Yeah. <laughs> we can put you up. <laughs> We've got guest rooms. Bring yeah. cash. and uh... He's like, yeah, we can put you up and you can spend all your money here. <laughs> uh-huh. So, Andy, what 
color is the plane? I'm seeing a few online that are uh, black. I don't red. know, George. What color is oh. the plane? <laughs> it is black with some red. The black and, and red. And yeah. Black and red. Oh, Let me dude. walk over here and look. That's badass looking, man. Like the red tips on the wings and the yeah. red tail. Yeah, well, then, it's, it's a, a good size. Around. 64 inch balsa, kind of a 3D ish kind of plane. Is It's pretty good size. Nice. Big enough to see good, but not so big you can't haul it around. Yeah. So I, and like I said, the price was right. So I'll fly it around and I won't be worried about crashing it or whatever. The price is always right at Tired Iron Aviation. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. He's, uh, He's uh, got the helicopter habit now, so he's over here jonesing for cash to buy heli parts. So that's it. Make a good deal on those airplanes. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. and, what, uh, what great influence we! Influence I know. <laughs> Bad. Uh, the weather here this weekend was fantastic as well, nice. except the tornado. Well, yeah, we got a storm. When was that? Sunday night? Come through? Yeah, our power was out for about 20 hours. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, we had a lot of lot of damage around me. I didn't have any, but it was crazy. It kept me up half the night, the wind blowing and stuff, but it actually, no, that was Saturday night. That's right. That's yeah. right. Saturday was really windy, though. But we didn't actually have any damage here. Just a lot of wind. thought it was going to blow my house over. The pesky tornado. Yeah. I was out flying a 450. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hovering at 45 degree angle. It's crazy. They, they like to hop up and down when it's windy, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know what causes that? I guess the wind blowing out from underneath him. Yep. I see. I'm going to screw this word up again. Translation. Trans. Translational lift. Transitional mm-hmm. lift. Guy. Transitional. Is it transitional lift? It's not trans. It's it's trans. I'm sure one of the listeners is going to yell at me because I got it's, it wrong. It's the wind getting blown out from underneath. Well, it's the wind actually going over the disc creates lift, just like an airplane wing. Yeah. So the wind will cause it to go up, and then when the wind quits blowing, it'll fall down. That's why it takes less pitch to fly in forward flight than it does to hover. I didn't enjoy it very much. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fun? No. Uh, I still haven't gone to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad Andy stopped saying trans. 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 He's a trans, trans, trans. trans. It's not transition. Is it transition? Trans. I think it's translation. Abdominable? Abominable. 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 All right. We really are a bunch of clowns, aren't we? <laughs> yes. yes. Sorry. Uh, right. um, so I went out to the club field on Sunday, and there mm-hmm. was a really good turnout. There was a lot of guys out there. Nice. I only took two packs because I just kind of wanted to go hang out for a few minutes and see what was what, who was there. It was cool. Met a couple guys. Uh, one guy that's actually going to join the club. Nice. He was there spectating, and a lot of guys had brought their planes out and stuff, and some heli guys with some scale helis. So it it was. I was really glad to see a large group there, and it probably had something to do with the fact that it was like seventy five degrees. Yeah. Sure. January. 
but nonetheless, it was a really beautiful day, very low wind and uh, a really good day for flying. Now, while I was there, I want to talk about this one little thing that happened. And this is probably the most dangerous thing I've ever seen in RC. Whoa, okay. And bear in mind that I've been to lots and lots of fun flies, and I always stay very late when all the shenanigans are happening. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, this was more scary than that. Wait a minute. You said you didn't see Mike D this weekend, though. okay fair point (laughs) no two guys wanted to do they were doing tandem flight with scale helis these were 700 size helis and they wanted to get some some photos and video of course i mean that's cool Mm -hmm. but the the weird part is is they both walk out to the middle of the runway and then they start flying between themselves and the pits where everyone is videoing. You've got probably 15, 20 people there, and they all got their cell phones and their like, video on the heli, right? And the guys Why? are flying. They're probably 40 feet from the from the shell. Meh, maybe 50. But they're okay. flying in an area of, say, 30 feet between themselves and the other people in the pits. And then one of them proceeds to start flying around himself, between himself and the other guy, which is standing about 25 feet away. So he goes up one end of the field and then he comes back and he circles around between himself and the other pilot while he's flying up a little bit higher doing circuits. And I just was completely dumbfounded. For one, why would you walk out in the middle of the runway and then fly toward the pits and for two, why would you fly between yourself and your buddy that's 25 feet away? Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, these are scale helis at a lower RPM, but still a 700 at 1,200 RPM is plenty dangerous. Yeah, for sure. So I don't really understand what the reasoning was behind that, other than maybe to get pictures with themselves <clears throat> in the picture. And so I'd be like, okay, maybe for a hover, but then to start flying around, they were crossing the flight line because they were, you know, yeah, on the other side of the flight line. Yeah. Uh, It was very, very weird. I wonder if it was like, you know, because if they're trying to like hover the helicopter as steady as possible for photos and videos, they're like, well, you know, it's best that I do a tail end and for me to have right. a tail end and that's, we can why, see that's why i'm like okay i mean yeah. it's itchy but i get it and then they're like but then eh, start let's fly they're far in my head <laughs> so there's no real communication yeah yeah so this one's doing his thing the other one's doing his thing and they're flying between each other and oh man yeah but everyone was there at the club and everyone was loving it so I was like, well, who am I to be the party pooper and say, hey, you guys are all a bunch of idiots, even though that might be what I was thinking. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, so <laughs> it was definitely scarier than any 3D heli pilot I've seen in any state of whatever was going on. So that was, it was interesting, nonetheless. I won't do it anymore, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, if it'd be George, I'd be like, George, quit being an idiot. Yeah. No, uh, it, I mean, it really I, wasn't I, me. I don't want to say, you know, I'm not going to bring up names or anything about it because these are, these are good guys. It just was, in my opinion, a very um, failure of common sense, maybe. I don't explain exactly. Yeah. It could have been bad. Yeah. It, it could have been very, 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 so very bad. bad. Very bad. I mean, I could see if you want to hover, you know, I don't know. I could see if you wanted to get the audience perspective on your model at 360 degrees and you want to stand in the middle and kind of fly around you tail in to yourself, but then not, don't do that with another guy not out with there. Two, yeah. Not with two people on no, the runway. That seems really weird. And, uh, and then, you know, even if you're doing that by yourself and you're flying circuits, he was going way over the flight line because, you know, depth perception, you can't tell right when you're 50 feet away from the flight line and their people are all standing on the flight line and you're flying almost over their head. That's just kind of sketchy. And I guess my whole point of bringing this up is with the clubs out there. It's not a good time in the hobby to be doing dumb shit because any risk like that one yeah. accident could just completely be devastating as far as the hobby goes. Yeah. You know, all we need is some bad press right now and it, it, it'd be worse than it already is. Yeah. So I mean, be, be careful yeah, sure. there. Think about that. Don't, don't take unnecessary risks. I mean, and, and not only that, like, I mean, this is, this, this is clear violation of like AMA they rules. Like, you know? Yeah. They broke like four AMA rules. Yeah. In one flight. And, you know, and I'm sure they're like, ah, what can happen? We're flying scale helis and we're flying very thing. But, yeah, I mean, and, and I've brought know. this up before. There's this, there's this perception that the guys flying a 3D heli are, are way mm -hmm. out of control. They're very dangerous. They're crazy. 3D airplane guys are crazy. They're out of control or flip flopping all over the place, flying at them flight line and this and that and popping it everybody hates that and everybody will agree yeah they're they're dangerous they're crazy yet when you got two other gentlemen doing it with their scale heli and doing a scale flight nobody thinks twice about it and they're like oh that's great it looks great that's awesome blah 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 yeah but that and i'm just like really that's way more dangerous than whoever out there flying in front of themselves, in front of the flight line, no matter how crazy they're doing. Yeah. You know, it's just. Have you seen Kevin fly? Jeez. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, yeah, that that's just. Uh, you know, our hobby is under such a microscope <clears throat> right now with, you know, the FAA mm -hmm. and stuff that, like, we cannot afford an incident. We really can't. Oh, we really can't. And I. I thought long and hard whether even bring it up tonight because, mm -hmm. but I figured if it makes someone else think maybe, Hey, maybe I shouldn't do this right now, or I should do it in a different direction or a different area. You know, it might be worth it. Yes. Yeah, sure. so, use your head. That's all I've been up to flying and watching people do crazy things <laughs> and buying stuff. Nice. And buying stuff sight unseen. Yeah, yes, I don't see. 
All right, let's go into the main topic here, Clone Wars. Well, it's not really a war, but I like that name. Um, I like that title, so. I feel like it's more of an attack. Yeah, like Attack of the Clones, right? Attack of the Clowns. Uh, (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I kind of wrote out some questions here, and Mm -hmm. I kind of want us to kind of converse on this. And and the first thing is, like, I kind of want to know, what's everyone's opinion about clones? Like, you know? Good, bad, you don't give a crap, you know? Like, what's your opinion? I'm all for clones because I feel like I'm going to have diabetes, and if they can clone <laughs> a pancreas and give it to <laughs> me in like 20 years, I'm all for that. I, okay. I want a Hall- Halle Berry. Is, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> I want a Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. What was uh, that movie that she was in that she was. Um, Oh, with John Travolta. Swordfish? Swordfish? What is it? Swordfish. That's it. Yes. Yes. All right. (laughs) Squirrel. You know. Squirrel. Um, You're talking about clone helicopters, aren't you? Yeah, cloning the RC industry. Let's let's just say it doesn't. I mean, obviously, we're going to be talking about helicopters in this episode with the recent. you know, recent, I guess, heli drama, we can call it, or mm-hmm. heli news. But, I mean, I think it, it kind of can go across the board, right? It doesn't really have to be just RC helicopters. It could be cloned chargers, cloned stuff, you know, mm-hmm. cloned mm-hmm. servos. Just, you know, in general, just RC cloned stuff. Yeah. So what's I'm your opinion? Against You're against, against it? it? Yeah. I understand it, and there is some validity to the point that Entry level stuff, mm-hmm. but I, I'm kind of still against it. <clears throat> but I do yeah. realize a lot of people maybe buy that before they know any better. I guess just due to ignorance. I mean, if you're sure. just a guy out here and you don't, you're not in the hobby and not talking to people, mm-hmm. then how would you know that it's a clone? You know, right? this is bad, and you know, mm-hmm. you just look at it. And it's like, oh, this is a lot cheaper. It's yeah. the same thing. That's exactly my case. That's exactly how I grew up in hobby. So I understand that. I'm not I'm not of the opinion that every new guy that shows up with a clone should be cursed and chased away. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you should help them, but explain that, you know, this isn't great. When you're able to, you should probably really upgrade to a little more reliable equipment that's you know, sure. better quality and stuff, mm-hmm. but, but you should, I feel like you should still help them get flying, you know, give yeah. them a taste for it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's huge, dude. I, I can see that in all of us. Like, you know, a guy shows up at the field with something that's a clone and you're like, that's, that's tough to, to, to look at and, and do try to help a guy with that. Cause a lot of people are going to mm-hmm. be like, well, don't even go near him. He's got a clone. Yeah. Well, you know, right. shows up with one well, of these so, things. Right, so mm-hmm. I'm of the opinion that you should still help that guy, but as you're helping him, you should explain that, you know, really this is a clone of this. You may not have known about it. Right. Yes, it's a yeah. more money, Educate but by the time person. you right. replace all the parts that are going to break on this one, you might be money ahead to go ahead and buy the the better, you know, the original thing to start with. Mm-hmm. So th- that's kind of my stance on it. So I'm against them, but I'm not going to completely shun someone if they show up with one. 
Okay. Yeah. That's, that's Assuming they enough. don't know any better. Now, if they've been in the hobby and yeah. they just go buy whatever because they're an asshole, well, that's mm-hmm. different. Well, then you can talk to them like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And is that how you feel too, Kevin? To your, your, a new guy. Yeah. Or somebody that doesn't know any better. Yeah. If you don't know any better, you can't blame the guy, right? Like, no. You know, just like how we have new people that start the hobby and they're like, what are you asking that question for? Don't you know? It's like, no, they don't. You know, like, you know, they don't know how to search it. They don't know the terminology. So they don't know. So you can't blame that person for that. But you can't use the search bar if you don't even know the word you need to search. Right. Exactly. So you don't know you you even bought a clone if you never knew that that was a clone in the first place. Right. Right. Sure. That's definitely fair uh, opinion. Are Are you in the same boat, Kevin? Well, yeah, right where I am now, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of clones at all. I think it's a complete, it's basically a ripoff. But when I was when I first started out, I built an EXI 450 clone mm-hmm. uh, because I didn't know any better. I saw yep. the kit, I bought it, I put it together, you know, the cheapest way I could. Mm-hmm. Looking back though, you know, and and seeing, I have a 500 clone from Hobby King that. Uh, I bought it a swap meet and I put that kit together and looking at that kit on its own and knowing, you know, how better the other kits are, I can see where I could bring that up to a new guy and say, listen, you know, you can't really Loctite this stuff because it's, it's metal going into plastic. You can, you need to really, a lot of these stuff is the stuff can vibrate loose and, you know, it's, it's not from a safety point of view, it's not the safest thing in the world. You might get some flights out of it. Um, but then there's whole parts issue and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I have to say, I did buy a 450 to put into my scale helicopter. I didn't. But at that point, I I did search the compass stuff, and I didn't. I didn't see the point in buying a whole, you know, blade 450 or 450x mm-hmm. just to put in in my uh, my scale helicopter. I mean, who knew if it would fit too? Yeah, because yeah. like, I mean, a blade four fifty. The fuselage you have is meant for a T Rex, so like, yeah, for you to true. buy a, a four fifty X, it might not even work. Yeah, you know, so you kind of have to buy either a T Rex or one of their clones, basically. And at that point, I don't even know if I could get a a new uh, T Rex. Not a four fifty size. Yeah. They're like four seventies now, and I don't know if even part support for a line is, is ridiculous too. So mm. you don't know what model you have. SE version two whatever so yeah yeah uh what about you george what how do you feel about the, the whole clone thingy well i'm of the mind if it's if it's something that's been discontinued or the company's no longer mm-hmm. in business and it's a quality i would say i think you mentioned it maybe earlier a reproduction mm-hmm. yeah um, i wouldn't call that a clone that's more of a reproduction yeah yeah you know, as long as it's good quality and it's not taken away from somebody that designed it, um, it's kind of like I used to be build a lot of custom hot rods and stuff, and now mm-hmm. they make the fiberglass bodies for the old 32, 34 Ford coupes and stuff. And right, right. That, that's that's the only way. I mean, they only made so many of them, and most of them, you know, ended up in toasters or something. But uh, yeah, the war effort. Yeah, exactly. Or a Sherman tank, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, stuff like, I don't know, there's been a lot of scale helicopter companies that come up, they they make a nice fuselage, and then they go out of business. And, you know, 
they maybe just sell all their molds and everything. Somebody else starts making them and maybe improves them a little bit and stuff like that. I think it's really good kind of keep those things alive. But like you were talking about the 450s, it's hard to find a, a T-Rex 450 that's not um, – Yeah, like an original, some, right? Yeah, it's got all original aligned parts in it. And the model you're looking for because they had right. so many different – there's so many different versions, right? Exactly. I've got a 450L, page. and it won't fit in any of the scale fuselages yeah. I've got um, that are designed for a 450. So sometimes you have to you know, use some of that stuff. What I usually try to do is like, just use the, the parts like the, the frame sides or something like that and try to use align parts on the critical stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So what about me, you, Steve? I'm I'm 100% against it. Um, I like I understand the reproduction stuff. If a company goes out of business, then whatever, it's fine. I like, think you that's know? different. Yeah, I, I think that's I, totally I, I a different place scenario. That in a totally different category. Yeah, um, you know, if a company's in business and they're producing these helicopters, and a company directly clones it um, while they're still producing the model and, and selling it, that I have an issue with. Mm. Um, you know, but like I said, like just like you, I'm not gonna shun the person because if they didn't know, that's okay. Like you can't fault someone for not knowing something, because you know that's what you should be doing to help them is to educate them and show them that yes, this is a clone. These are the cheaper parts. These are the issues you're gonna have. You know, like you were saying, Kevin, right? Like, you know, it's 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 it could be a learning experience. So why? put someone down or yell at them or, you know, yeah. all the stuff that you and, see on the forum sometimes, it's like, come on. Yeah. 80% of the time they're going to smash it to smithereens. Yeah, soon exactly. Anyway. <laughs> right. When they do just be like, okay, well maybe look at this one. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this <laughs> one, you know, you know, um, now that you understand what that there is a difference in quality and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right, Cause you might get the kit cheap, but once you get involved with the hobby and you start to have friends in the hobby and get on the forums and stuff like that, man, even if you crash something that isn't a clone that, you know, you can get parts pretty cheap and, you know, mm-hmm. you have friends that, that are, are, uh, you know, getting rid of stuff. You, you there's so yeah. many other avenues for, you're going to yeah, get kind of locked buy. into something that's cheap. Uh, it's right. going to be harder to get. I uh, mean, used helis go for pennies on the dollar basically. So, you can buy a quality used heli for probably less than you could buy a new clone, I would think, in a lot of yeah, cases. a lot of cases, yep. Yeah. So th- then my next question is, is what about folks that start with clones to start out with, but they know it's a clone? Like, they ask on the forums, they're like, oh, what about this double 380? What do you guys think about this? And people are like, it's a clone, it's a clone, it's a clone, don't buy it, don't buy it, don't support clones, don't support, you know, people who steal things. Um, and the person's like, well, I mean, it's kind of... It's all I can you know, afford. It's all I can afford, right? Like That's that's a tough one. Yeah. So do you what, help you, them get it flying, or do you just shun them? I don't know. Try to help them find a good use of helicopter, like you were yeah. saying, you know, yeah. there's a lot of them out there. The, the only other problem with buying the used helicopter is that, like, you don't know the condition of it sometimes. Um, True. You know, and, like, 
Could people be aren't the most like... honest people selling stuff when it comes to money and, and selling things. They're not always the on- most honest, you know, out there. Like, I've bought some, you know, stuff that I was like, oh, I just need a, a used airframe, right, for this and that. And then I, I get it, and I'm like, well, this is bent. That's bent. This, I'm like, damn it. Like, 80, like not 80. Maybe, like, half the parts that, that I'm going to use on this, I'm going to have to replace. Was it worth for me to buy used or you know, or is it better if I just buy a new one? Yeah, that's a valid point, Steve. You're, well, you're yeah, right. so here's my <laughs> answer to you know the person that says they can't afford it. It's like, well, dude, it's it's a shoddy copy of something that's decent. You're going to spend just as much amount of money fixing the parts that are going to keep breaking. You're going to keep crashing it because it's it's kind of bad bad craftsmanship. You know, you mm-hmm. might as well buy it. And if, dude, yeah. honestly, if it's all you can afford, you're 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 really going outside where you should be. Then at that point, you know, well, that might not be the wrong hobby. That's what I was going to bring up. If, or if, pick something, you know, like a blade, smaller, sub, yeah, smaller one that you right. can afford, because you got to realize you're going to need your, supporting mm-hmm. equipment and parts for it. You're gonna have, you're gonna need parts, and if you can't afford to fly whatever size then maybe try to get something smaller, less expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we see this from, you know, time uh, time and time again, somebody crashes their one helicopter, their 700, that, that's all they have, that's all they could afford, and then they can't afford <clears throat> to fix it, and they're out for six months. And that's just really sad. Yeah. yeah. I would rather see someone fly and maintain a 380 than to mm-hmm. get a 700 and crash it and be done for six months. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. You're, you're continuing to learn at that point, even though right. it's a smaller helicopter. Yeah. So, and you know, it's like if you're a beginner, yeah, I understand 550, 600s, and 700s fly way better than like a, an Oxy 3, Oxy 4. But when you crash an Oxy 3 or an Oxy 2 or whatever, or even a Blade 230S, that the, the cost is ridiculously cheaper to fix. You know, just the cost of 700 size blades will fix an Oxy 3, you know, and, and I would say 80% of the different crashes you can have with the, you know, the right. damage. So, yeah, like you're saying, maybe that size isn't the right size for you. Even though you can initially afford it, if you can't support it well, going in, you just, know. Just to play devil's advocate on this same point, say you can afford to fly a clone. 500 and buy parts for that but you can't uh would that be better than flying a oxy three that you can afford so you see what i'm saying yes uh and i hear what you're saying and i mean this this is just a sure yeah yeah point for argument i don't sure believe Mm -hmm. that but and i would i would say you know in in that case i would still say go get the oxy three yeah, because I, I, I agree. And, and my and my justification for that is that sure you can fly the Devil five hundred five, right? That's like a direct copy of a of a SAB Goblin five hundred Sport. You can fly that, and yeah, sure you can afford the parts to repair that if that goes in. But at that point, you're flying a bigger heli at what expense? You know, you're you're basically hurting everyone in the hobby, and. Mm-hmm. And you're, the continuation of that is going to draw a lot of people to like really be nasty to you. And yeah. eventually, the community part of the hobby that we all 
um, grew to love and love even, I mean, you know, love 50-50%, like half and half of like, it's great to fly helicopters, it's also great to hang out with these people. You're going to lose half of that because, you know, you opted to basically try to really hurt the hobby and you're visually showing people that you don't care about the hobby, you only care about yourself and you flying that helicopter, which means you're not a, you know, you're not contributing to the community, which means people aren't going to care and give a shit about you and you'll be shunned that way too. Um, quite possibly. You know? So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say because like, you know, we, we, and we're going to go into this a little bit too with obviously, um, this is being all brought up because of synergy and tech thing, but you know, we're saying that, well, the clones are cheaper, right? They're cheaper price wise and they're cheaper in like replacement and right out buying. But you know, when we get to the synergy and tech stuff, if they're the CNC parts are coming out of the same factory, then are they cheaper? Like not cheap. They might be still cheaper in cost because they don't, they're not paying the, yeah. the name. But the quality, I it would presume, will be, be identical quality. Exactly. So then there yeah, comes that, point. like, another, like, you know, caveat to that, like, you know, well, I'm getting the same thing at, at the cheaper point. And, but like I said, I think the community itself will voice that, you know, what you're doing is really wrong. Mm-hmm. And you might end up not being successful in the hobby because of that. So it's just kind of hard to say. Um, the other it's thing a- I want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just saying it's a it's a weird, tricky subject all around. Yes, you know it's it's very broad in the gray spectrum. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's not just black and white. It's not just well, you're flying a clone, you're an asshole, go fuck off, right? It's it, not it, that. It's wrong, but then here we are making exceptions if you don't know any better. Right. Or this or that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird. Yeah, like I said, so there's a very big gray area where it's kind of like, you know, people can teeter totter. E- different ways and you you see it on the facebook groups you know obviously they're more lean towards like no clones are bad 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 but um but it's also know, like if, if you're flying by yourself and you never fly with anybody nobody's ever gonna know so okay but a lot of this hobby for me being in it uh, as long as i have been you know it's a whole community thing like steve mm-hmm. was saying like i go i've met matt boros man i've met uh burt cameron i've met george's and scorpion I've met all Look these there. manufacturers, and dude, I don't—they're great guys, man. Yeah, I don't, don't want to see them, them right. I don't want to see them screwed over. I don't want to see them hurting, and you know, I want to wish all the best for these guys. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, no, for sure. That that really that that would bother me, you know. So let's turn it a little with what about clones for scale stuff? Because you know, a lot of like the the scale bodies, right? Like, what was it? Chaos is a clone of a T Rex, and well, I think it was Emotion or yeah, not, oh no no RC Aerodyne. They were the ones that sold that. You know, they would sell it as like their oh, yeah, yeah. their mm-hmm. internals for most of their kits. Right. You know, um, but what do you think? Is that okay? You know. Hmm. This is a more, this is a very difficult question. I want to actually hear George's opinion about this. This is this is difficult. You know, because it depends on the like the size I have. I don't know if I can find the right innards sure. for that. Mm-hmm. So I did get one from Hobby King, but I, yeah, I mean, this is that's a really good question, dude. I, you know, I can see some similarities by some of the large name brand um, scale helis, mm-hmm. like you know, 
some of the torque tube setups are pretty much identical. Um, sure. Raised, 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 raised tail elbows yes, or, you know, elbows, yep. mm-hmm. pretty much identical. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure how much exactly alike they are or whether or not there was some kind of deal worked out with a line or somebody, whoever made the new one. But, you know, mm-hmm. say, for instance, like Vario, there, there's some aftermarket frame rails and things like that, which are not exactly, but they're like, instead of plastic, they're, you know, they're aluminum and, um, you know, some little differences. So it's kind of like, you know, when you buy a car, you change the wheels on it. They fit the same, but they look a little different. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't know how much of a purist anybody can be on saying, you know, you can't, do this would be like you know showing up to a you know car show or something and say you can't bring your car in you got mag wheels on it right i, I know it's a little extreme but right I, but i think when it's a blatant clone like some of the stuff that's in the you know in the news right now or rc news um that's just that's just theft you're just stealing mm-hmm. somebody's stuff you know, you're taking, ID, yeah. yeah, you're taking, taking somebody's time that they've designed and tested. And, you know, more than likely the, the first one didn't work right off the bat. So there was a lot of trial and error probably to make it as good mm-hmm. as it is. Yes. And somebody comes right along, you know, the company I work for, um, we've had a lot of our products done like that. And, um, yeah, it's, I always kind of look at it like this. If people want something quality, they're going to buy the best. My grandfather always told me, he said, buy the best thing you can afford, and most of the time you won't be disappointed. Right. And, yeah, you know, a lot of our hobby is, you know, you really want to have a nice helicopter to show up to an event. And, you know, if you show up with something that's a bunch of clone junk, you know, that's what everybody sees it as. Yeah. And then, and then people start judging you on that, right? They judge judge your character on that, right? And that's where the shunning of the community, I think, will come in, where they start like, "Well, look at that guy. All he buys is all he buys and flies are clones. Like he's not supporting the hobby. He's hurting the hobby." And then they all shun him out, you know. And that's not good. Nobody right. wants to feel like that, right? No, right. I think the majority of the clone issues are. Uh or the new guy or the guy that, you know, doesn't participate in the community and atmosphere, you know, probably more or less the new yeah. guy, you know, more the new guy, I would think. Yeah. Cause at that point, you know, for me, I'm, it's probably the same as a lot of guys where, you know, you're like, you're seeing the dollar, you know, the dollars and how much it costs. I can't afford a thousand dollars for a big helicopter that I know I'm going to plow into the ground. Yep. Yep. Let me ask you this question. This wasn't a question I actually written down, but I just kind of thought of it. Is in, in a little bit of context, like all all the times that I've, you know, all the T Rex 450s that were cloned, right? Like you're saying, EXI, Hobby King, just just tons of companies, you know, cloning the T Rex 450 platform. I've never heard a line say anything about it. Like I've never heard them say this is a clone. You shouldn't be buying it. Like you know. There's companies that we have heard like statements from saying that like that's a clone of my helicopter. I wish that 
no one in this hobby buys that helicopter, right? Like, kind of saying that this is not right. Like, the company is not agreeing to this. Right. Obviously, there might be some licensing and things that might happen in the background that we might not know, right? We might not know that, you know, like Chaos Helicopters was licensed from T-Rex or from a line saying, yeah, sure, go use it for your scale helis. Like, that could have been a, a dealing that they dealt with. And maybe that's why we don't hear of a line saying, hey, you know, don't buy clones. Don't buy, you know, and maybe they have saying. I just, I don't know. But what if the company doesn't disagree with it? Like, would that be okay then? You know? Hmm. Well, a line's a weird one because what if a company like a line mm-hmm. clones other stuff and steals other people's IP? Right. Like the grippy um, right. spindle wrench. Sure. Right, yeah. Right? That's, like that's a good the example. The whole yeah. head system from Compass. Mm hmm. The DFC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So maybe they don't say anything because they do it too. Sure. Uh, yeah. Real quick, I had one little point about the, the scale stuff. Yeah. A lot of the scale helis I see are using older T-Rex designs yes. that aren't in production anymore. Does that change yeah. anything? Well, yeah, because I kind of agree with George on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me I too. mean, the whole right. analogy between the, you know, the 32 Ford uh, you know, if you can't buy that new anymore, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, you can you can p- completely order a well, not order, but you can completely build a a sixty nine Camaro from year one, every nut and bolt, every piece. I mean, that's there's that's not new. That's not made by Chevrolet. I mean, yeah. you can't you can't go get a you know version one seven hundred E or whatever from a mm-hmm. line. Right, right. it's a seven hundred X, and it's totally different. Yeah. I mean, not totally, but right. a lot is different. Right, right. And a lot mm-hmm. of the scale helis are based around some of those older designs. Yes. I I think if the, the helicopter company is abandoning that kit or that design and they don't complain about it, then it's all fair game. You know, I mean, it's still a clone. And, you know, I'm kind of contradicting my statement of I don't support clones 100%, but... You know, it's like if the company doesn't it's care a, and no one else. Area. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. <laughs> what do you do? Do you try and get a written statement from the company? It's that's, you know, to just to prove to the guy that might show up at the field and have a problem with it. It's like uh, that's that that is it's very difficult. It's it's very difficult. This, and this is a very difficult topic. I mean, this is in no way. Like I said, it's not black well, and white at all. Right? By so, the way, good luck figuring out which main gear fits in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because even the line doesn't know which main gear fits no. in, in the original <laughs> heli. <different laughs> yeah. Generations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of ambiguity when it comes to clones and and, and how these things are how these are affecting the hobby and, and if if people should be buying them or not. I mean, it's just it is just the way it is, right? Um, so more recently now, we'll kind of fast forward everything to today and, and, and the recent news of Synergy um, helicopters with the Intec and, and that, that whole debate or debacle, I don't know what you want to call Tron, it. <laughs> Tron 5.5 we talked about last week because yes. we didn't. We didn't know. We didn't realize at the time what mm-hmm. was going on. Yeah. All that stuff hit like right before we released. And yeah. I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah, yeah. We didn't so, know any better, so we apologize yeah. for even bringing that thing up. Mm-hmm. 
Well, this so, is this is I think this is, is completely different than what we were talking about. This is this, this is something where you know it's a blatant. Well, and they've admitted it. They've yeah. admitted that they they have sold the design of Matt Botos to this other company to make this helicopter for them. You know, so they've admit fault, which, in my opinion, is it's very. <clears throat> um, you know what they did was wrong, but at least they admitted that they did something wrong. But they don't care. So, but they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. the caveat too. They don't care, and they're going to continue doing this. This is less of a more difficult area. Yeah. So let's let's talk about mind. this whole synergy in tech clone war thing, right? Now, for folks who live under a rock, yeah, really live under a rock, ocean. or maybe don't aren't on Facebook. Uh, I think most of the stuff came on. Oh, Facebook. it's all over Haley Freak. And oh, is it now? Else. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so basically, Yintech, who is the CNC company that does all the CNC work for Matt Botos and Synergy Helicopters, basically sold the design to another company to create the Tron 5.5. And there's also a different one, like a, I forgot the name of it, but that's a direct copy of the 560. Mm-hmm. And and that actually happened like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, it just never really hit mainstream news. Um, yeah, like TG five something. TG five twenty, I believe. Yeah. Um, which the canopy is a copy. You look at the whole like rest of the helicopter; it's a copy. Um, I think it, the only thing it wasn't a copy is that that helicopter had boom supports and Matt's don't. You know, I'm shrugging right now, so whatever. You know, is it is it a vanilla no, ice thing something. and queen? You know, it's like you don't hear it; it's different. Ding ding, right? That's why it's different. That was exactly how the conversation went when. Uh, I was talking to Cricky. I said the exact same thing. I said when he told me about uh, this happening, I said, well, what are they, Vanilla Ice them? Is that what they did when I said they Vanilla Ice, you know, Matt Botos? Yeah. It's exactly what I said. They claim they changed one one note, and that was it. Yeah. Go, looking at the emails, and it's it's like Matt's emails are very clear and concise, and it's like he gets right to the point. But the, the emails from this Mr. Yin guy, the owner of Yintech, you know, it's it's getting somewhere. It's getting lost in translation. It just it doesn't make sense sometimes. But basically, from what I read, Matt says this is a clone. I want you to stop doing this. Um, whatever. And Yin Tang is like, no, it's not a clone, and it doesn't matter because I own Synergy Helicopters. <laughs> and, and Matt's like, no, you don't. It's you know, it is my company, and I own it. And so there's like a little battle of like who actually owns the brand Synergy Helicopters. Which is interesting because the reason why this guy thinks he owns a, the brand is because he paid off some debt that was owed um, prior, you know, when there was this whole big thing. And I think uh, we Matt never really got on to, like, saying any of the debt stuff, but he did talk about Stephen Fan and, and, like, he was the original owner, worked with right. Ray right. Krauss. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and he's talked stuff. about that, I think, on this show and probably Several. on Bert's podcast. Yeah, we're talking about mm-hmm. you know the origin of Synergy and how he come to be, right? How he come to own the company? Yeah, you know, he was hired. He designed the N five, or hired to design the N five, I guess. When Jason Krause left, and then when Todd Bennett and all and the Stephen Fan guy died, and then he bought the company. I, I don't really have any facts in front of me. I'm just going off of memory, so I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm getting most of that wrong. 
but s- somehow there, if you go listen to some older shows, you, you can hear yeah. him explain it. Yep. You know, so, so to us, we see that, uh, you know, at the, at, at the end of the day that basically Matt Bodos ended up buying out the synergy helicopter brand. Like, you know, he owns it. He was the, the sole designer, R and D, all that stuff. He did everything. Since like 2011 or 12 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Basically right after, uh, Stephen fan died, I believe. Right. Um, but then this guy the saying, we well, understand it. Yes. Least. That's the way we understand it. But right. this guy is saying that, Hey, I bought, I paid off their debt. Right. And paying off their debt means for, I don't, I don't know in what world, but paying off someone's debt means that you own the company, which I mean, unless there's some official, like, you know, saying that you will take assume ownership of this company if this debt is paid off, then sure, I would say, okay, then that's kind of a contract that would specify. But I don't believe that's ever probably been in, in paper. This but, is and, some of the stuff that we don't really know. Yeah, that we want more kind of sketchy to say exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, my gut says one thing, but yes. my brain's like, well... Don't say too much till we get the facts, but so so this is definitely an area that we're not we don't know 100 percent. So please take it for what it is. Um, But what gives me a conclusion that like it's more Matt's company than this guy, Yentech, is that first guy saying this is my company. I paid off the debt. All you all Matt was is the designer and we paid you to design stuff. And that's it. And then, you know, Matt comes and says, well, no, I designed it and I'm the one, you know, distributing it and doing the R&D and developing new models and all this stuff without any paycheck from them, without mm-hmm. getting paid for design work. Right. Um, and then the guy comes back and is like, well, yes, you did pay for all the R&D. You pay for all the modes. You pay for all the development. You pay for all the this, that, everything that comes into owning something you pay for all of it and you pay for us to make these parts for you but since i paid off the debt i think now the company's 50 50 we both own the company <laughs> it's like what now you're changing your story and that tells me right well, out the bat you say that he admitted to stealing his design but well not yet yeah okay and then and then later on <laughs> you know matt sends another like there's other emails and and you know matt reported something yeah, like what, like a year or two years ago when the 560 first came out that, or first in development that, you know, this other TG 520 is a copy, blank copy. There's a hobby, uh, not hobby, heli freak post on it where someone's like, this looks oddly familiar. And everyone is like, it's a clone. It's a clone. You know, like that kind of whole thread started. It's really interesting because they, they admit it. They're like, well, yes, we did sell some of these. Um, we didn't make some of your parts for this helicopter, so that way they can get it off the ground or some shit. And then come find out that they have a clone of the 696, which recently came out, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, last Urcha was released or, or prototyped, um, shown that they want to use a lot of the parts from that for their their national heli team or whatever in China <laughs> to use Jeez. for their competitions. And they said something about like, we'll use a white canopy. So you can't tell or something like that. And, and we also, and he, he also said he has a, uh, five, five, six, 
that he built for himself, but he's not going to sell it. Yeah. Should <sighs> should we also note that the that Tron 5.5 is not a 100% yeah. stolen synergy? The, the boom and tail system is stolen from the Oxy-5. I did yeah. say that, right? I said it looks yeah. looks yeah. like an Oxy. Yeah. So boom. they didn't just steal. They stole two yes. helicopters and smashed them together. Yeah, but when you look at the frame and the way it's built, it's, it's you know. So does he own Oxy as well? No, <laughs> I mean according not to his all. logic, and not even that. Like you know, you would think that like okay, well he cloned Matt's helicopters because he's making those parts in house. He ain't he ain't making none of those Oxy parts. No, no. Uh-uh. that's what I'm right? saying. That's even worse. Yeah. Well, I don't so know how could you trust this guy at all? Right. You know, he, he so I've, you know, the way I look at it, he's an unethical company, like who doesn't give a shit about any type of laws, any type of, of humanity, basically just cares about money and wants to make money. And that's all his goal is. And, and it's sad because these clone companies, nine out of, I would say 99% of the time, it's about money. It's none about the helicopters, none about the consumers or nothing. It's about how many things can we sell because that's a quote unquote hot item, right? Devil well, helicopters. Yeah. When goblins weird. started blowing up, right? Right. Right. And as weird as it is to us, it's because of the cultural differences. They don't see that as wrong. No. China. They don't. Yeah, but the U.S. They, is the biggest market, dude. I mean, if I don't know, I, is it? I think I so. Know. I I think it is in anything. I don't think it is. I don't, I think, don't so. think in RC helicopter. I think Europe is a bigger market. I think Europe know? and Asia. Well, that's Europe, a good question. Asia. That's a good question. Then for I mean, maybe the the Chinese are are using this for competitions, but uh, you know, what what's the clone situation in in Europe? You know, or Australia? We know guys in Australia. We could ask them. I could be but everything is made in China. Now. So, and I'm sure there's clones out everywhere. I mean, it's, you know, the internet made um, these companies all global, right? Like, they're everyone, you know, everything's everywhere now. But I'm just saying, we're, like, we always say we're in a niche of a niche hobby type of thing. And then you have an even smaller number in clones. I, you know, and I know in America, it's, it'd be a tough sell, you know, especially with the guys that I've met in the hobby. You know, and the and the the guys I know that go to Urcha and I've seen at Urcha, man, not one of those guys would would buy anything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's always an asshole that'll buy one. Well, you know, yeah. Ryan's an owl maybe because he's always <laughs> flying and nobody sees him. But no, no, Ryan, Ryan's, Ryan's the loyalest guy he's you've ever seen. Lo- yeah, <laughs> I'm only kidding. He'd burn he'd, that shit to the ground. He knows I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna you're gonna hear some some words from him. I know. <laughs> the mouth of the north's gonna he's come gonna, down on you. He's gonna piss in my vodka. I know it. <laughs> yeah, don't accept that bottle of Tito's handmade vodka. <laughs> yeah. It may not be vodka. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, um, so you know, you think about this, and it's like you know. It's like everything comes as everything is made in China, right? Like just the the, the cost of production and manufacturing is so much cheaper. Um, that well, yeah, Asia, I guess. Asia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that like is that is 
you know, these clones that are coming from like the same factories as the real stuff, is that hurting the hobby? Are they, tr- you know, like you think it's ruining the hobby for us? I think it hurts it. Uh, hopefully it doesn't ruin it. I think any money you're going you're gonna to take away from the guys that did all the R&D and, you know, the guys that, uh, God almighty, how many fun flies we've we been to where uh, SAB or Synergy or Oxy, even George's from Scorpion, they all donate stuff, dude. Our little free fall RC fun fly, for crying out loud, oh. we had Oxy donating and stuff and, and Scorpion, you know. Why, why, why take any money from those guys? You know, I'm only talking in to to the crowd that I know. You know, and the guys that I fly with, and uh, that's how I feel about it. Should also probably note the in RC Helis, the volume is not what you think it is. No, if you think any of these companies or manufacturers are making millions of dollars selling Helis, then you're you're delusional. Because like when a new kit comes out, they sell five or six hundred of them, maybe. Yeah. They don't sell thirty million like yeah. iPhone. Yeah. So. And even when they do sell five, six hundred, even even let's just marginally say like a thousand helicopters, right? Like they're only making like pennies to the dollar on, on those kits. Like right. the, the money's right. really. That's what I'm saying. So you say a yeah. thousand of them, yeah. and you make. A hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Don't that's, yeah. that's not a lot of money for the oh. time invested. Yeah. So if you go from selling a thousand to selling now eight hundred because yeah, two hundred people are dumb enough to buy the clone. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that that hurts. Yeah. 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 You know, and then and then what ends up really hurting the hobby is is that exactly where then these companies can't they don't even want to like bother with creating new helicopters, right? New designs and innovation. Well, they have because... they have to charge more for the product and more for the mm-hmm. parts and stuff just to stay yeah. in business, and that hurts all of us. Yeah, me, you, yeah. even Kevin, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, not just we have to deal with inflation and and our money being worth less as time goes by, but now everything's going to cost way more. You know, it's... think about like. You know, we can buy a, a 700 size helicopter for 700 bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. But think about it. This continues. We're not going to be able to. The next thing you know, like, and I'm talking about like a true brand helicopter, right? Like, you know, XL, SAB, whatever, like Gowie. Yeah. yeah. But then like, then what do you have then? You have, okay, fine. Then, then all you can do now is buy like $1,500 helicopters. Mm-hmm. You know, who wants to, I mean. You know, it's it sucks. So it, 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 really definitely, it definitely hurts the the hobby in general because it's hurting these businesses. And these are, for all intents and purposes, small businesses with very low volume, low yes. margins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, totally. So if, if they were selling 40, 50 million of them, that'd be different. Mm-hmm. You could afford to lose a few, but not at the volume they're selling. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like you like you made a great analogy. Like you know, you look at an iPhone, and you know, they're selling these things. I mean, I don't, I think my iPhone was like fourteen hundred bucks, you know, and they're selling like three million of these. <laughs> like yeah. that's high volume, and I'm sure yeah. very high margin. Costs them like three hundred dollars to make it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> so. when like when I I love I love things where it's like you can get like the the one twenty eight gig version or the two fifty six or the five twelve. Those chips cost like pennies. 
No. Yeah, they charge you four like, five hundred dollars. Like two hundred dollars more to get yeah. right an extra sixty four gigs of memory that costs like a penny. Yes, and of course we're all fools and we buy it anyways, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so what do you think? You know, like what do you think people can do to support Synergy and Matt? Like you know, even if even if there's no dispute about who owns the company, we all know that you know the five sixteen. The five five six, the six nine six, those are all Matt's creations. He took the time to develop them, you know, work with them, work with his team pilots to, to do the R and D and get them to a point where these helicopters are amazing helicopters that can do amazing things in the air. How, you know, and how can we do? What can we do to support him and make sure that he still thrives from this situation and not gets hurt too much? You know, buy his products. Yes. I'll tell you, dude, my knee-jerk oh, reaction was to say, hey, Matt, if I, had a C- if I had a CNC machine right here, I'd start CNC stuff for you f- on my spare time for nothing. I mean, that was my knee-jerk reaction. I'll be like, sure. that was my first initial thought. If I had a CNC, yeah. I'd do it. You know, because you just feel so bad for a guy, you yeah. know? Yeah. I've met Matt. I've met other people in the hobby, you know? I just don't want to see anybody get screwed like this. When you know... The, what time and effort that goes into stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was bummed when Hobby King was was producing flight test planes and kind of ripping them off a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And some of the flight test stuff they were doing. Yeah. Playing copies. Yeah. Really be conscious of where you're buying your stuff from yeah. for synergy. You know, um, if you're in America, just, you know, you can find it's easy. I think. It's easy to tell. Um, just you know, buy straight from Matt. Right, buy straight from you know Matt Bottles himself. Or right, dealer. I mean, a main. You know? I mean, find Haley's Haley Direct. Yeah. reputable or use reputable dealers. Yes. Yep. Right. Um, what if you're outside the country though? You know, that's where it starts to get harder. I think. At yeah, least for us to way to, more to difficult because as I understand it, Matt doesn't have good uh, distribution network in Europe. Probably yeah. none in Asia, actually. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say it's very low in Europe and and Australia. I don't and know Asia. what you could do there. Yeah. So, um, I don't think we really mentioned this too. Uh, from so from this whole thing, um, the last one of the last things I've I read that Matt posted was that he is dropping Intech. Right, he's not going to use this company anymore to do his uh, his CNC work. Um, which is, you know, which is the right move. I just think it's going to be a very difficult situation for Synergy for next coming, you know, year, trying to find a new company to, um, produce his parts. Uh, you know, be a, a bit of a time to get back up in production. Yeah. It could be a bit of time to get back up to production. I mean, the cost of parts can go up because of this, because now, he might not be getting the same deal or whatever that he was getting before. So if his, you know, bottom line prices of everything that, you know, he gets produced goes up, then obviously, you know, um, the prices get inflated everywhere. Um, I still think that this is the right move that, you know, that we, we, he needs to do this. He needs to kind of stand his ground and, and make a statement about this of, that we can't allow this to happen in a hobby like this, you know? Um, so I know we were talking about, uh, you know, outside the U S what synergy 
you know what their what their uh spread is outside the u.s or whatnot mm-hmm. i i do follow mark, mark Ritchie um on facebook and i read a lot of his stuff and i know those guys do fly some synergy stuff over there mm-hmm. so if you're one of our international listeners let us know and you fly synergy like let us know how like what are the the the, the reputable distributors that you deal with for your parts and you know and we could share that so people are informed that you know these are the places you should be getting your stuff yeah i'm curious on their point of view too of like how things are you know mm-hmm. is, is it verboten or is it like commonplace or is it 50 50 you know i'm curious because i don't live in europe I, I would never know you know yeah how it's how it's taken how it's how it's uh looked at yeah what's the opinion of right right for them yeah for sure so what can we do for Yintech? Do we just let it go and you know move on and and see this this helicopter or whatever cloning stuff happen? I you guess know? if you see somebody with one, just set it on fire. Could do that. Just step on it. Oops. Step on ah, it. It's a clone, anyways. No, don't do that. I'm oh, obviously joking. That. Yes. But you can give them the stink eye. Yeah. I mean, do that. You know. You know, you could you could mention to him in in a nice way. Be like, I'm not sure if you you know, but that's a clone helicopter off of blah blah blah. You know, and maybe after they're hearing that for the hundredth time at a fun fly, they might be like, oh, "Damn, <laughs> maybe yeah. I shouldn't buy this clone." I, I could research whatever else they produce and boycott that. That's what I could do. Yeah, I mean, I in my opinion, I think. Um, we should be boycotting them completely on Facebook. Like, I, I know I mentioned it on some posts uh, that Colin posted. Because Colin was like, you know, go in there and mark their Facebook page as uh, um, stolen intellectual property. Um, yeah. And in his post, I was like, also, there's 700 people that like their site. They should unlike them because I look at the people who like that and I'm like, ooh, 71 of those folks are direct friends with me on Facebook and like you look at their page and it's like I mean I don't want to sh- well I'm going to shout you out um, you know like I see Mike Lewandowski's picture and I'm like dude go on and like that shit man come on because your picture is now associated with their site um, their Facebook group you know so I don't know I just think we should show that the display that we don't like what type to of be business fair, a lot of those could have locked it before knowing this stuff no no for sure happened I'm, like, sure I'm trying to think. I may have locked it because I was looking up the news thing. Yeah, so I got to go back and check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything named Tron, I'm liking anyway, so it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and I'm not saying that people liked it after hearing the, the thing, but now that this news right. is out, no, right. they no, should no, unlike no. it. Yeah, they should right. show that, like, you know, they'll look at the stats and be like, "Wow, since this news came out, and you know." Like all of America has unliked their page and dropped, you know, from yeah. 700 likes to 20, whatever it is, you know, to to kind of just voice our opinion, just like how we're saying voice your opinion for FAA stuff. You should also voice your opinion for this. And, you know, you don't have to go on and post stuff on their site because they're just going to delete it. But show them that, you know, you don't like this by at least unliking their page at the very least. Right. Uh, let's see. If so that doesn't this... work, bomb the shit out of their country. <sighs> oh, don't do that. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Please. 
please. We're a bunch of clowns. Do not do anything that Kevin says. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So but where does the clone stuff end, right? Like, I know I had a clone stuff. Like, you know, I know, Kevin, you you had a clone thing. I had a clone charger from Hobby King. That shit right. was a direct clone of an iCharger 1006B. Or, yeah, 1006B, I think. You know, the reactor, 30 amp or 20 amp, whatever that was. Um, you know, do I buy clone stuff now? No, I know better. Right. But, like, you know, is, is any of that stuff acceptable? Like, clone servos? You know, cloned ESEs? I don't know. Some of that stuff, those made in the exact same factory on the exact same production line. Yes. And yeah. a lot of those things are licensed. So I'm okay yeah. with the licensed stuff, right? right. Like a line uses a lot of it's rebranded. Yeah, rebranded, which I which I'm considering like it's licensed by the original mm-hmm. company to rebrand. Right. You know, you look at an Align helicopter and um I don't know if they still do, but I, I believe so. But they come with a rebranded hobby wing, right? You see. Um yeah. you know, um A main, you know, they they have licensing for um Expert servos, Protech servos, which are Protech, right? Yep. And that's okay because yeah. the original company is saying it's okay, and if the original company says it's okay, then I, in my opinion, that's okay. Like that's you know you that's, got that's just headed. rebranding, like, yeah, and rebranding like brain okay. and brain and icon. Yes, brain and icon, right? Perfect example, sure. I just think if you're on social media or part of a club or involved in a hobby in in any other way than just going to an empty field and flying by yourself, you're gonna know. Uh, you know, somebody's going to tell you, uh, whether or not that's a legit like rebranding or whether it's a blatant stolen patent, you know, or stolen, you know, cloned, whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about with this clone stuff? Clones are bad most of the time. <laughs> I still want that pancreas. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Until I mean, the, until the latest Star Wars, I thought Ray was a clone. I'm glad she's not. No, but do we? Do we, I think Baby Yoda is, and I I don't want to boycott Baby Yoda. Possibly, we do not know. Don't know yet. Makes sense. Mm. All right, let's move it on. Um, you know, uh, some upbeat issues after yeah. the last the last two yeah. episodes. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about some upbeat stuff. So the FAA. Oh God! <laughs> right. Oh man! Yeah, they can have my transmitter when they pry it out of my cold dead fingers. I know that's what I'm saying, man. I'm still gonna fly regardless. So I don't care. Ugh. I fly. I fly at home, so I guess that's what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to go full remote, move out to Pennsylvania, and get a whole big slew of land and and do it. Fly. No, come come down below the Ohio River. Hmm. Come down below the Mason Dixon line. Exactly. Yeah, it hurts a little better down there anyways. Well, that's free down. America. I'm going to move to Florida where they don't give a shit. Still free America here. <laughs> Except, you know, they don't give a shit unless you're not flying goblin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All that's, right. Yeah, hey, Steve, there's plenty of land here in Tennessee, just saying. I know. That's a hell of a I commute, mean, though, dude. Nah, if I go full remote, that's that's me going full remote. I don't ever I have to go. I mean, anywhere. yeah, I just I could work from anywhere, and the only thing I'd have to do is, I think, twice a year, travel for a week to the office. Okay, we've touched on the third most depressing subject in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy! All right, all right. 
Uh, <laughs> so, Planker segment. We do not have a Planker segment for this week. But I do have an email I want to read from the Planker. Okay. Um, you know, because... I don't know. I feel it's a it's a good time to drop this since you know we don't have a planker uh, episode here. So the planker emails us and says the planker was on the street for a bit. Sorry, fellas, no planker episode this week. The planker was unsuccessful in a new line of work: <laughs> male <laughs> male prostitution. Oh, I had to give up so many refunds; there was a deficit. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, my legs were getting cold wearing those spandex shorts. Man. Uh, and he just wanted to please remind the listeners to email the planker at shootertraining at gmail.com uh, with requests for product and movie reviews. And we will get right on it once the charges <laughs> have been dropped. <laughs> the charges are dropped. Sincerely, oh, uh, the planker. I love it. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> it's like at least we got a, a constellation prize, right? We didn't get it. We didn't get the episode to, to you know, to hear an episode of Planker, but yeah. at least we got an email that we could read. He's the best. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mike, Mike has really, um, you know, come through for all of us uh, a lot now. You know, like, yeah. All right, let's uh, move it to news and announcements. All right, news and announcements. Oh, man. What happened? Like our buddy Bill said, I ran out of talent. Are you sure there was any talent before? Buddy, way to kick a guy while he's down. Well, here's the PayPal I owe you. Thanks, bro. No simming for you. You're going to be on BKHobbies.com all night. It's looking that way, bro. It's looking that way. If you crash your goblin as much as I do... What the fuck are you two doing? Huh? What? Why are you talking like that? What do you mean? This is, how, I, going this is on? how we talk. What are you talking about? I wasn't even going to stop for a hurricane. <laughs> I was just going to keep talking. <laughs> All right. What do we have? Scorpion Motor 5035 HK4. Big boy. This is updated from the HK3, mm-hmm. obviously. A beast of a damn a- motor. Have they had a Planker series, though? Well, I think so. I think I read it was, uh, yeah, January 2012, the HK350 series Mm -hmm. was released. Yep, yep. Best motor for helicopter and 700 speed and 800 class. After eight years now, we're pleased to announce the fourth generation of the HK50 motor, the HK4 5035 series. Yes. Uh, The price point is insane. Sounds... Yeah, it's like the, it has better efficiency and power conversion than HK3. Yep. With an entirely new EM field design while improving the compatibility with various speed controllers available on the market. Nice. So higher efficiency, higher peak power, and higher torque with yes. a lower running temperature. Yes. Comes in a 500 kV, 14 kV, and 380 kV. Yep. Damn. Three hundred forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, which is a I mean that's, that's a, a very good price. That's a great price point for a monster size. I'm like I paid close to that for my forty five twenty five dinner. 
Yeah. yeah, maybe not hardly, but that's a good price. Yeah, and that's yeah. MSRP, so I mean, yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Let's yeah. see what else we got. Oh, um, updates for your spectrum transmitters. Oh yeah. And this is, uh, of course, it never loads when I need it to. Man, do I have Facebook to do this? Thing. My DX9 has got to be years. No, old. you can. Oh, you can't do that. No, it has. To, I thought it has to be a Gen two model. Well, I still haven't done. Well, I guess I don't know. Is that DX nine or Gen two? Yeah. DX9 oh, so we can. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay, yeah. So we can do this. Awesome. I, I need to do this too. Even though I don't really fly. Well, I don't know what it what it gets you if you're not using the smart technology. Do you know anything about this, George? You fly Spectrum. Not really. I've not bought any of the smart batteries or i mean i was just wondering if you've heard about the update or anything it says I mean, updated smart technology support updated forward programming support and more yeah i think it's i would i would think that we would benefit this more for the forward programming stuff right yeah yeah yep go check that out it's for uh Let's see, IX12, IX20, DX20, DX18, DX9, DX8, DX6, DX6E, and DX8E for IX and Gen2 DX models. Nice. Check that out. Cool. Awesome, yeah. Did you guys see this new airplane from Horizon Hobby? I did. And Mm -hmm. you, you know who alerted me to this new airplane was Mr. JP, Mr. Jeff. Uh, sent me a text whenever this came out, and he was like, have you seen this new P-51? It looks sweet. Have you seen it, George? The It's a P-51D Mustang from Horizon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a nice plane. It, it's it's a really fast plane, looks like. I, I watched uh, Pilot Ryan's uh, flight mm-hmm. review on it, and nice. um, it looks good, but the colors are – that, that, that livery, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the blue was actually green on it. It's a weird color. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that, that livery didn't have that blue on it. Maybe they used a, an old picture or something that wasn't colorized correctly <laughs> or something. That, <laughs> Not George. That, I mean, it's a um, 1500 millimeter. I like that size. It, you, know, yeah, you still get right. it in a, you know, medium sized car without taking the wing off. And, um, being on, you know, being 6S, that's nice. It's kind of along the same lines of the um, the um, P47, I think. And the wings kind of removed this, the kind of strange, kind of same way when I built my large 200% Mustang. Like, it's almost like half the wing removes and the rest stays attached to the fuselage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, some of these new planes that are coming out, I just don't understand the, the pricing on them. I mean, that. Yeah, that's this a, is kind of pretty, expensive. Uh, just yeah. admit it, George. You looked at it and saw that it didn't have a rotor, so you weren't interested. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's pretty true. <laughs> yeah. I'm just teasing you. I tell you, though, the um, the new P-33 that, that the Motion RC has got now made by Freewing, uh-huh. I'm probably going to get that in the, the German livery. It's just really a really sharp-looking plane. The 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 um, AMA field that I used to fly up before I moved to Andy's field, uh, we had a, uh, or they still do, a, a full-size T-33 on a pole there. So I say all those guys will get one. 
Yeah. That's a badass plane too. I really like that plane. Always like that. I mean, yeah, it looks really, really good. Are these fuel tanks under here or supposed to be bombs on the wings? On which one? On this Mustang. I think they're supposed to be fuel tanks. I think, yeah, I think they're drop tanks. Yeah. But I mean, they make great planes. I mean, they're 1200 millimeter series. I've, I've got several of them and probably out of those, my favorites, the Corsair. That's one I. That's one of my go-to warbirds. I like to fly. Mm-hmm. Just you know, they're solid planes. Now, does that have the smart technology in it? Any kind of stabilization? Y- yes. I wonder how yeah, that, that is compared to flying something with nothing in it. I mean, it's I'm, just like the safe stuff, isn't it? Yeah. You've flown stuff with safe, haven't you, Kevin? Yeah, uh, but and I've also flown the stabilized planes but i on, on the warbirds i've only flown stuff that was just put a receiver in and go nothing okay. stabilization in it okay it's funny on airplanes and eds i i don't use any stabilization but i i won't hardly fly anything that doesn't have rescue or the ability to flip auto level on you know at least not yet especially the scale stuff you get out there and get wonky and that's that's yeah. my panic. That's my recovery. Right. Well, yeah, I can remember trying to bank to the right and throttle up on my Corsair that I had, and the, the trying to bank to the right and throttle up, it's pulling you to the left. I was like, "Why is nothing working here? Why is it?" <laughs> yeah, it's fighting against the torque. <laughs> yeah, it was that was crazy. But once I kind of got, I kind of got the appreciation of how to land something and how to take off, and you know, that, take that was, off is that was pretty cool. <laughs> It's just muscle memory. You, you eventually get used to it, just like anything. I, like I can notice, you know, when I'm when I'm flying helicopters now, I'm not thinking through every maneuver. Right. Mm. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, keep your nose down. You're gonna lose speed. You know, it's, it's starting to feel more natural, just like you know the airplanes. Or get the tail up off the ground as quick as you can with some of these warbirds. You know. To, yeah. To get control. Run through the specs real quick. Uh, it's um, seven and a half to eight pounds flying weight. They say fifty-two inches long. We said it's fifteen hundred millimeter wingspan. Mm-hmm. Motor size is a forty-six fifty forty-six four hundred sixty kV. And this propeller, it's a fifteen point five by eleven four blade. Damn. It's a monster propeller. Mm-hmm. I was on a uh, six six S five thousand milliamp hour battery. Has a was it? Yes, hundred amp. Just saw it. Mm-hmm. Hundred amp with smart stuff. Yep, it's a Spectrum Avian Smart ESC. Hundred yeah. amp one. Yep. Uh, EPO foam, carbon and wood uh, reinforcement. Has yep. flaps, AS three X safe select smart technology. Like you said, retracts. It's uh, like George said. It's the price. It's four ninety nine ninety nine. So five hundred bucks. I mean, it's it's a really nice plane, but it's kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it has a lot of technology, I guess, and. Uh, it might be worth it if you're using that technology. So maybe I'm overlooking, you know, the 
uh, all that stuff that I'm, I wouldn't use. So to me, it seems like it's extra. But if you <clears throat> if you're using the smart system and you need the safe and all that, then it it might mm-hmm. be worth it to you. Yeah, and, and it has like you know it includes LEDs. There's um, you know a pilot and stuff. There's also um, which just I think is a little bit more uncommon. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, like the main gears are sequential doors and everything, but also the tail. So the tail wheel oh, actually really? tracks too. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. So the tail Definitely wheel a, tail a tail. higher end plane then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely a higher end. The features and stuff. Yeah. I think so. if this was three ninety nine or high, yeah. yeah, I think you'd sell a lot more of them. I don't know. You, even four twenty nine or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to see what the FMS version of it looks like. Mm. It's a pretty plane. I like the colors, actually. Yeah, I, I they how, pop. I don't know how you know realistic they are, but uh, like George was saying, yeah. I mean, I did a quick Google search for the, the this this you know painted blue for um, in the old pictures. It looks kind of greenish or gray, but then there's other pictures of it like that have this exact scheme, um, full scale. You know, like not an RC or mm. not a uh, you know representation of, of hey. the. It may it may be right. I was just thinking that it was uh, maybe maybe it's too many P fifty ones and yeah P fifty one Ds. Yeah, that's what the world needed. I, I I'd like to have seen the uh, what was it the B model mm. that uh, wasn't the bubble top. Right. Is that the fastback one or? Yeah, kind of like a Razorback, kind of like Razorback. I, yeah, I, and I like the P forty seven in that version too better. Mm. Yeah, world world needed another P fifty one. <laughs> I mean, one might say you can never have enough, right? So, <laughs> well, that's the first plane you're True. supposed to buy, the P fifty one. True. Wait, it's not an EDF. It's not an F sixteen or F eighteen. Yeah, buy a P fifty one, and I've actually never it. had a P uh, a Mustang of any kind. Really? You know, right now I don't. I don't own a P fifty one. I've never owned an actual like P fifty one, but I built the flight test one, and I I used to really. I mean, I used to love flying that one. Yeah, it's really great. Between that and the Spitfire, yeah, it's funny because I think back a little while ago, maybe a couple of years ago, like a lot of Spitfire models came out, right? Like Hobby King was doing theirs. Oh, they're still um, coming out with them. Yeah, and then like now more recently, it's like a lot of Mustangs and a lot of. I think I haven't seen a lot of P thirty eights, but I feel like there are some. Yeah. But yeah, you know. There's really there's really only one good one right now on a foamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I mean, it's even being produced. Right, right. And then the Corsairs, of course, you know, there's a lot of them. Sure, yeah. I, I like a Corsair. I really like the way they fly. I like how they look, the unique wing mm-hmm. design. It's just, you know, it's very unique. You can tell, you know, that out of a crowd in a heartbeat, you know. Yeah. Do y'all fly mini EDFs? Uh, just a Vigan flight test. Yeah, Vigan. a lot of Vigans, but I always wanted to, and I think have I owned any? No, not really. But see, I, everywhere I talk to is like they fly like crap. They fly like crap. Oh no, they yeah. fly great. Right. I, I mean, I, I really, I've got a, I've got quite a few of them, but um, I've got a seventeen hundred millimeter free wing A ten. And I yeah. just love that thing. It, it's just so crazy. You can you can do all kinds of. Well, that's the thing. I heard that you have to go big. It. Like you have to do like that size, or with the um, what's that other one? The F four Phantom. Like like you have to yeah. go quite big. 
and they fly great and they have a lot of features and stuff but like the smaller stuff like the 64 millimeter stuff oh, you yeah. know the yeah. 70 millimeter motor stuff like the the 30 to 40 inch wingspan and stuff it's like it's sketchy you have to, you have to fly so fast because it's just the wing loading and stuff you know some of the some of the new 70 millimeters though they're using these in runners fms has got a good one free wings got a good one mm-hmm. that's what's in that new t33 and i mean it's you know it's it's quick nice i got that 80 millimeter avanti i went through three of them because i keep crashing it <laughs> that's not one. on it it flies really really good I'm yeah. just an idiot. The L39, that's a really good one. Yeah. I mean, just unbelievable how well it flies. Mm-hmm. I have I have a couple of friends that are they want to put a, a turbine in there, a little 45 in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the Delta Wing planes the best, like the the Eurofighter. Mm-hmm. Got one of those that I like really good. Um, the the MiG-21 nice. and the Mirage. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's just such a fun plane to fly. Yeah. We got a guy nice. at our field that that uh, will drag the tail on that thing. That's what flies. I do. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's the only way I fly mine. Just high off all the time. Nice. I'll come down the runway at a walking pace with that thing with the nose straight up in the air. That's awesome. So much fun. Yeah, I know the Mirage, the uh, the composite ones, you know, that run turbines. They did some crazy stuff with that thing. Yeah, so cool. So so awesome. And you came with the little foamies. I mean, they. They're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Do we have any other news and announcements? Yes, we have an announcement. Please, please, please send your comments to the FAA. The links are everywhere to figure out where to send it. The modelaircraft.org, the AMA website, has a template if you want to use that. Yeah, and they're constantly updating their templates. I would suggest maybe adding some to that or writing your own kind of to make it unique. Yes. But we got to got to get the comments in. It's a, so important. It's ama.com slash gov, I think. And then they have a general uh, template to send out. And then as the more specific routes they want to take to destroy our hobby, uh, you know, unfold, they have uh, they have more specific stuff. Like, you know, if you're a scale builder, you know, it's stuff tailored more for that. Um, and they're saying just, you know, flood them with everything you can. Right. As many as you can. Very important. Do it. Do it now. Let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. What's next for you, Andy? I have to change out the pinion on the whiplash gasser. I still haven't done that, and I really need to get that done before the chill out. I was going to say, dude, I remember you sometime last year you talking about this. Well, you know, I got one. It was the wrong thing, and then oh, I had to get right. a new clutch bell, and mm-hmm. I got it from uh, – uh, they brought me one over at OHB. So I've only had the part since OHB. When was, and Yeah, when was that? Over a month ago? Over a month yeah. ago, don't, yeah. Don't mention that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, we, you know, you, you did mention you're at a law, so you didn't want to branch or do anything. You know, you're kind of – so – you slowed down for well, that. Much, since you know. it's di- a different size, that means I have to drop yeah. the engine and everything and, mm-hmm. and move it in. Like they provide three different holes for three different size pinions, but still, right. it's just a pain to. It's do work everything. they got to do. I don't know. I'm just being lazy. Yep. All right. That's all. I'm going to try to fly a little bit more, maybe. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Uh, I got some parts coming in from Only Fine Helis, I believe. Nice. 
Uh, just the rollers. <laughs> the rollers were like ten ten dollars, and I ordered a hoodie, which was like thirty or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, what is it with ordering online? You're like, I can't just spend ten dollars. I have to spend more than that. I know. I don't know. I'm ordering online. It's got to be like a, a momentous occasion. Yeah, to spend some money. At but, least the box will be bigger. Yeah, you know when when it comes in the mail. Exactly. Did you guys ever buy a lot of shit you didn't need just to get to the free shipping? Yes. Yeah. That sucks or something. I do that with Horizon. Yeah. So I need seventy dollars worth of stuff, but I'm gonna go find thirty dollars worth of dumb shit just so I don't have to pay the ten dollars yep. shipping. Yep. Yeah. I did that the other day, and it actually I, I bought some bought some uh, control rod ends and actually got them for free and made a little money because I added them into the cart and it put me over the top. Oh yeah. So you know, nice. I don't know if we're gonna get out to fly or not because. uh the the weather's looking pretty shitty for this weekend, so who knows? Who knows what's in store? Yeah, I did some drunken arm with my friend uh, with JP and the crew that we got, which is a online game. Just had some fun with that. Might do that Friday night again. Nice. What about you, Steve? I was actually just checking my tracking for my YS parts, and they're in the mailbox. So yeah, do- I'm gonna rebuild the YS91SR Turek. Um, get that fitted into the black nitro. <laughs> One of the things that I realized is that, like, I just, I just organized, like, this big fuel order and, um, you know, for the, for, for the chill out and for, you know, folks around here. And, you know, we ordered, like, a ridiculous amount of cases and it was great. Like, you know, we put this huge order in and we're going to get it in a, a week, a week and a half, whatever it is. Um, and I didn't put any order in because I have, like, three and a half, almost four cases of fuel. Of 22 and a half. So I'm like, ah, what do I need fuel? I'm good. I'm good. I don't need. But then I'm thinking, crap, I got this YS91. I got to run 30%. <laughs> I'm like, crap, I don't have any 30%. <laughs> I should have bought a case. So, um, yeah, so I'm not really worried too much. I mean, I heard I can run 22, but it's just not going to run very well. Like, it'll run. So, but I think, um, I think I can source out a 30%, a gallon of 30%. <clears throat> Kevin, <clears throat> can I borrow a gallon of 30%? Oh, <laughs> you know, so. So, um, yeah, I'm not really overly worried. And I know um, one of our friends in that order, I'm not going to say who, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not going to shout him out. But one of our, one of our folks that we know um, got in on the order and, you know, this guy knows who he is because he ordered uh, 15 cases by himself. Was it 15? I know who that would be. You know who it is, but let's not say it on the show. We don't need to shout him out. It's cool. Um, But yeah, and I was like, uh, do you think I buy a case from you? <laughs> you know, like, I forgot I need this. And then I could also use the 30% on the 55 that I want to, you know, rebuild and, and use for something. So he's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see how it goes if I, if I need it. But, um, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, I want to get this motor put in the heli and like, at least do like a couple of flights, you know? Make give it like a shakedown flight. Make sure nothing falls mm-hmm. apart on the heli. Make sure everything's good. So that way, when I get down to the chill out, we like Tom, Scott, Dan, all you YS folks, help me tune this thing and get this thing ripping. Mm-hmm. Let's fly it, you know. That so thing, yeah, we'll beat the shit out of it. Yeah, so so I wanted at least get a shakedown flight or two. So I mean, you know, if I can get a, like I said, if I can get a gallon from you, Kevin, or I'm, I'm sure Rob. Did you might say have. what you're putting it in? Uh, black nitro. Yeah. So nice. I figure I'm going to put in a black nitro because right now, like, if I put that thing in, 
you know, I can get five side frames. I can get parts for it. Um, yeah. I'm not, sh- I, you know, so I feel like I'll take more risk and fly that right. way harder. Well, I, think, uh, yeah. I think you mentioned that. Yeah, too. that's what I was saying. I mean, yeah. put it in that because you, you can beat the love and snot out of it without worrying about it. Yeah, and that was the other thing. Like uh, this past weekend when I was flying it, I was like, you know, I'm doing my maneuvers and like pow, 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 trying things and and I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to put it in here. I'm more reserved with the Kraken for sure. Right, so, of course. And you, yeah. you want to really test that motor out. So yes. it's something you can really. Yeah. Nail. And, you know, if it happens to go in, which I hope it doesn't. But if it does, I'm not going to cry over it. It's not going to be, you know, a, a re-kit or, you know, or have to buy another conversion kit or anything like that. So, right. um, yeah. Nice. So, uh, what about you, George? I've got several working on right now yeah the main on video <laughs> yeah the main the main one i guess is the 800 size uh one it's a complete build from just a bare fuselage so it's uh it's coming along really good doing a lot of 3d printed parts on it but i'm also been uh getting uh standardized on my bob barless controllers i'm switching to brain and icon stuff all all the way through i had some axons and some uh, demons and mm-hmm. even some spectrum like 7200s and stuff like that 7300s mm-hmm. and i'm just ripping out everything and going i think i've got like i found some pretty decent deals on uh, heli freak and i've got about five of them coming in right now so Oof. hope nice. to uh hope to get all those switched out and set up cool you don't mess around, that. man. <laughs> no. It's not like I got a couple companies. Like I got five. <laughs> it's like, You'll like having just one system. You can really yeah learn, learn how to progress. tune it good and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I've got about I think I've got about ten of them that I've set up already. And I've really kind of got the hang of of the Brain Two mm-hmm. Icon Two set up, and I like it. It's just I guess you know a lot of people say it's just what you get used to, and that's true. Um, I don't know. It, they just work really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And they're a heck of a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I found them as cheap as $75 shipped. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's an amazing. They're, they're hard to beat for the money, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. All right. Is it time to wrap it up? It's time to wrap it up. So Facebook likes, we are at 962. Yes. Very nice. That is um, plus three from last week. We are so close to that 1,000 mark. All right. So, ooh, yeah, I know this name. So we have Mitch Morosa. Mitch. Great pilot and a great guy. Good guy, dude. Great poly, yes. I say it all the time. He almost flies as good as Ryan's now. Uh, almost. <laughs> almost. Almost. Uh, let's see here. We have Yusuf. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put you this on. Pure Gali. Maybe not. I don't Sounds know. good to me. And Martin Perez. Martin. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for liking us. Yeah, we thanks, really appreciate guys. it. You're bringing us just that much closer to 1,000 Facebook likes. Wow. We really have to do something for that 1,000 likes. We'll we'll have to think of something. Also, we'll take suggestions. So if you folks have suggestions on what you think we should do for the 1,000 likes on Facebook, 
Let us know. Okay, Facebook comments. What do we got for Facebook comments? Well, we have some comments on our post from the last episode, 207. Welcome to 2020. David Hill, our good buddy Dave, said, number one, make a difference. Write the FAA. Take a minute, write a letter. We need everyone that enjoys this hobby to write and send their comments to the FAA. And he goes on to say, uh, the FA needs to understand that this is a recreational hobby and, and we're not the problem. Uh, his reading through the proposed, rule, proposed rules makes him believe that the FAA is targeting commercial drone delivery type enterprise and just overlooking all of us as recreational hobbyists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does have a point. Um, we're kind of getting lumped in together with everything. Mm-hmm. So we need to make our voices heard couple of exemptions mentioned but they do not go far enough to secure the privileges that we now enjoy so the best thing you can do at this point is to make your voice heard and it's really the only thing you can do at this point uh that's me adding my two cents charles booker said no wait i'm still trying to catch up i haven't finished listening to the last three hour plus marathon episode (laughs) (laughs) thanks charles uh travis Savick said, sure, give me a new new episode again when I'm on episode 11. How the hell am I supposed to catch up? <laughs> I got to say, batteries have sure improved in the lipos where 3.3, 3.4 is low, but chargers will still have to charge them up with no issues versus uh, 3.6, 3.7 being low. Uh, that Steve Yoon was saying back in episode 11. Well, were you, dude? I don't remember that. I think we're saying something about chargers unable to charge um, at a certain yeah, voltage, and right. I think the like older, cheaper chargers, like the, I'll, I'll say, I had a clone charger, um, <laughs> probably had issues. Um, I Dick. think I remember having issues where anytime, <laughs> anytime it was underneath a certain voltage, like three point five or something, it just didn't yeah. recognize it, and it would have trouble charging, or just say like bad cell or whatever. So, um, but yeah, new chargers don't matter, and then you know. I come to find out like 3.6 is low, but it ain't like low, low. Like 3.3 is really low, like 3.2, 3.2. That's like the batteries getting damaged low, right? So Yeah, and uh, Keith Williams added to that post saying, you know, 3.6, mm-hmm. 3.7 is perfectly fine. Most light bulbs will sag to 3.4 pretty easily flying hard, but come back up to 3.7 when unloaded. And Travis says, um, said back, you know, I was just referring to the older chargers where you couldn't do anything if they were below 3.6, like mm-hmm. you just said, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think you posted, uh, yeah, most of the newer chargers have no problem bringing stuff back up. <laughs> yeah. Or use your nickel metal hydrate, hydrate, uh, setting for like 30 seconds or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Chris Breams also posted, uh, these past two weeks have been murdered <laughs> driving without nothing to listen to driving me ape shit. I guess yeah. we all have a new appreciation for what you guys do. Thanks. And Russell bear posted a picture of Eddie Murphy. Saying Merry New Year, beef jerky time. <laughs> Eddie Murphy and his uh, garb from Coming to America. Yes, African Prince outfit. The royal penis is clean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of all the lines to remember from that movie, that's that's the one I remember. Ah, uh, jeez. Anything else, sir? Oh yeah, uh, Chris Breams um, posted to our. Uh, visitor posts Mm -hmm. and I shared it to the main page. Uh, It's a link to the uh, episode 16 
uh, yes, AMA, AMA podcast. Yep. Yes. Yes. And they have a, a new one out now. Episode 17 is yes. kind of like a part two. Yes. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but we all should check that out as well. Yep. I listened I, to it. Uh, I don't know if I finished it, but, uh, yeah, it's they, 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 uh, they've been doing a good job of keeping us up to date. And, uh, under this post, Daryl Thorpe said, thank you guys. I have been wondering when someone from the AMA is going to, uh, chat to the community about the AMA's plans with the FAA and Kyle Snart. Kyle Snyder says, I'm glad Matt is on there getting info like this out. It's great to hear from the, it's great to hear right, hear from right inside AMA. Damn, I can't read tonight. It's great to hear from the inside the AMA. And I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been enjoying that. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's it for Facebook. All right. Let's uh, move on to website comments then from Gray Eagle Jr. Okay. <clears throat> uh, more of imagination for visuals during speaking. <laughs> so, I guess more pictures for us to say. Uh, Kyle Stacy of Trice of like the Beatles and Juice, Star Bucks and Rotors, Servos and Goats, <laughs> and it's a it's a picture of BK Servos of um, 2020, and it has Kyle Stacy has three Kyle Stacy Servos like a, you know like the kit that you can buy the, the three pack, uh, um, and then a picture of a goblin inverted in the background. Um, yes, <laughs> so if you can imagine that, imagine it. This is the most confusing Gray Eagle Junior thing I've I've heard yet, man. And <laughs> I've heard a lot of them. I've heard all of them. Kyle Stacy of Thrice. I understand that. Of like Beatles and Juice. Oh, you say Beetlejuice three times. Ah. I guess if you maybe if you say Kyle Stacy three ah. times, he'll appear. Starbucks mm. and Rotors, servos and goats. Hmm. Okay. Just give okay. me something to think about for the rest of the week. <laughs> you'll be driving you'll be um, I'll be like I got it <laughs> well when you do out of nowhere know. Yeah. Know. okay and we got another email from Grego uh, Jr. this was last Friday it says the subject is message of eagle safety kindly appearance file attach a voice for message in the flying emoji face happy smiley face uh, content for fans and onlookers to hear. Only a few minutes. Informative, safety tips, and positive. Hmm. All right, let's try to roll that clip. Okay. Gray Eagle Jr. Introducing 10 steps below for heli safety and dancing. Number three. Always medical of check for flying. Flu shots for avian before or after beginning travel. Number four. <laughs> Number two. <What> the- <laughs> turn that screw. Number seven. Hold that throttle of transmitter reboot. Start. Never wide open. ESC random reset is unhappy government. 
four years long of unexistence after. Scotty Graham, beam me up, Dr. President. <laughs> Number one. Helis are almost always more secure in their teleauthority than things not helis with no teleauthority. Number eight. What? Gyro magic box should never be knocked off. <laughs> Aliens don't much appreciation of stolen Mikado technology. Support structure. Be original, please. Like little buddy. <laughs> Negative zero step. Collective management. You're cool. Matt Dirty Planker. Sad man gets always no matter. Always conquer your heart. Align your dinosaur. Step 10. Practice. Good practice always becomes the practice making a perfect happy breakfast. However, bad practice is stupidity of congregation. Oh, so sad. In closing, always put the smile inside on the outside basement. Show the happiness with skill of progresso soup, but no let ego my ego waffles. What a stranger things. Mind powers. Piro tick tock into greatness. Okay. Okay then. Every time I hear a voicemail from him or a recording, it just scares me. <laughs> it's just creepy. Um, yeah. Okay. I thought he was gonna go. I thought he was gonna go into like ego my drift or something. <laughs> ego my Lego my ego or whatever he said. <laughs> it's like prego. It's in there. Yeah. It's what people choose. Not necessarily. Oh, see now I'm starting to do it. I don't know. Uh, this is not good. It's contagious. It is. All right. Vaccine. Wake up and smell the Sanka brewing. Oh, man. Oh, Are you sure you're not Great Eagle Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> All no. right. I couldn't do that, dude. I don't know how he. He's definitely not sane. No, no way. No, no way. Yeah. I feel like Carl Weathers in Predator again for the second like week in a row. <laughs> the man's not the man's not right. He's just not right. All right, let's move it on to Podbean comments. People of Podbean, we have a few people that started following us, quite a few people. Uh, nice. Like two Star Wars droids, uh, DB Chopper 78, Boogie, SLC Guy, Gamuso, Beretta 65, no, I'm sorry, Beretta 96, Mikey 89. They all started following us. Uh, the Star Wars Dread and Skids liked episode 207. Welcome to 2020. Skids must be the Heliheads podcast. Because I see their little emblem. Yeah, do you know Pod, who which one that is? Podbean. That's Kevin. Okay. Good, good. Um, and we have SL, 
SLC guy liked episode 59, Governors with Nick Lynn, which was bringing it back. That was a killer episode. That was Mm -hmm. a really good one. I actually learned a lot on that episode. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all we got from Podbean. Okay, so Podbean comments. This is going to be a little interesting because we haven't been able to do one recently just because our mobile app just didn't load them correctly. But I'm going to go back to, I think, 24 days ago. I know that's a long time back, but I don't remember reading this. So let's read this, this uh, comment. And if I did read it, well, get a shout out again. So... Uh, Jay Bitter or Biter856, 24 days ago, says, Nice review on the Excel. To Andy, your N556 is crying for your attention. Yes, it is. It is. I think yes. we did read that one. Okay. So then, 22 days ago, Great Eagle Jr. wrote, My New Year's resolution of 1024 by 768 for better and seeing of the computer heli on screen. My wing thumbs pinch of gimbal, emerging out of death juice of plants and dinosaurs. Vacuum company rotor greatness, my heart conquered. Or not a question. I don't know why I had an inflection like a a question. Conquered. Um, A combustion magic box is inside like explosion, but reliable. Grenades, religious lack of ownership, like a lipo fire, constant predicted. Dot, 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 dot. Gasser's Futures is like a reverse transcript of the Tesla people of confusion. An epic, such as said example. If you DDoS a hurricane, will sky become blue screen of texting? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, only flat of earth believers truly know. Enjoy much with heart and believe. Always. TikTok into greatness. I enjoy of much this TV show. The end. Nice. Steve, I like how you went back and uh, corrected where you give the inflection of a question mark. But in truth, it really doesn't make any difference. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be be accurate. No, I know, but (laughs) it's so weird fucked up. It doesn't matter how you inflect it. Yeah. I wonder if Great Eagle Jr. is a an IT person, you know? Now, I don't think DDoS is a very common, common term. Like, I mean, it's common, but, you know, like, it's usually more of, like, the internet companies or developers. I don't or, know. I know nothing know? about IT, and DDoS was my jam in, like, 1995. <laughs> nice. But not since then. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Seven days ago. So we went from 22 days to seven days we, we haven't had. And I bet you that's during the time Poppy was just crapping out on us. Mm-hmm. But um, now B2, N-A-L-B-Y-2, seven days ago, says, been listening to you knuckleheads for a while now. And all I can say is keep it up. You guys make my hour-long commute fly by. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thank you. It's cool. Back to Gray Eagle Jr. I was going to say I've been a knucklehead for life. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Not for a while. For life. For life. <laughs> uh, so Greg Good Jr. four days ago wrote to us. Future. 1024 by 768. Resolution. Spinning clocks and whys. So smart. No knowledge sense. Oh, sorry. No 
Yeah, no knowledge, sense of brain cells. Another speaking by circles and table, Dr. Heli Reader, Dr. Liver, and Dr. Hatman of Fire. <laughs> Dr. Liver? Oh. That's what he wrote. You're going to need a clone liver. That's true. Yep. Yep. I'm on the list now. I'm just prepared. Yep, yep get prepared. Think, you know, plan for your future, right? Um, okay, come back to the email, uh, the, the pop you comment, sorry. I vibrate excited movement control. News of the government's stirring of motion, no fear of short term. Focus on now and candy and do. Hairspray? Today, able to fly and current brain case of positive. Seizure of the day like the carp of fish DM. Future has no currents, but I'll open the blinders and fight with strength. TikTok into greatness. That was epic. See, he's talking more computer terms. Resolution, 1024 by 768, you know. Carpe, the DM of fish. Yep. Probably some sort of computer nerd. Yeah. Damn geeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got two days ago, Heliman. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year, guys. Keep up the great work. From Tony in Scotland. Wow, that's awesome. Awesome, man. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Awesome. With a couple of pints of beers, you know, clanging. So, yeah. Yeah. Cheers. I'm a big fan of all Scottish people, especially the food. All Scottish food, I heard, was based on a dare. Like, I bet you would never eat that. Yes. I, I traced my uh, stuff back to Scotland. Your stuff? Apparently yeah, your there's stuff. a Ross clan. Yeah. There's my a Ross, lineage. Ross clan in Scotland? Oh, you should see if you yeah. have like, um, what are those things? Like the, it's not, it's like a shield or whatever. The um, Yeah, I found it in the color, the plaid color thing and yeah. all that. Family yeah. crest? Uh, yeah, family crest, yeah. It's red and green. Nice. That's awesome. Okay, and then one day ago, I'm just going to pronounce it the way I think it is. Hernia said, please take a look at the Heli Freak post about the, quote, new Heli brand. Please comment on your next episode. And <laughs> yes. Done and done. done. Yes, exactly. Done and done. Awesome. Check those off. Thank, thanks, Hernia. Okay. All right. iTunes Reviews. I saw nothing new on iTunes. All righty then. <laughs> Before we do the outro, um, George, it's so good to have you back on the show, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's man. It's good to be back. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I know a little bit more now what y'all are talking about. There's not so much stuff, the terminology that I don't understand now. So nice. That's good. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I think, uh, this year, you know, we got to try to try to, you know, meet in person, you know, you, me, Kevin. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, yeah. I told George, he definitely has to go to Urcha. Yes, you should. You really should try to make it up to Urcha if you can, for sure. Yeah. I'll probably, that's, that's, I'm planning that. And then, uh, the, uh, Southern scale challenge down in Dalton. Mm-hmm. Which is that event that Mike Selby's trying to get everyone to go to a triple tree? Joe Nall. Joe Nall? Yeah. I have You're going to go to that this year? I usually work that for motion. Oh, that nice. And uh, um, Nall in the fall, both. We go mm-hmm. down, usually spend about 
eight days. Nice. Take yeah. The bomber, the bomber RV. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, we have like, you know, we have this group of folks from uh, Ohio that's uh, really trying to push everyone to go to um, Jonal to represent on the heli flight line boost. I hear like, you know, it's mostly plane folks, you know, 3D planes and, and, and the heli side is usually not even, you know, it's like barely populated, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so they're trying to make a big push this year to kind of, you know, bring the awareness, bring the, bring the heli crews down to Joe Nall and then, and kind of take over that heli side, you know, make a little, um, and I heard that, that I heard that, um, venue i guess right is like one of the best like with the the way that the the bathrooms are and oh yeah Shower the facilities and stuff yeah are just amazing yeah yeah so nice pilots lounge that's air-conditioned mm, nice. yeah when, when is uh joan all do you does anyone remember the dates or know the dates offhand it's on the my tired iron group on facebook under events i've got it on there i can't remember the dates right off the top of my head March 17, 18, something like that starts. I mean, it's a full weekend to weekend event. Wow. Maybe maybe I can try to go to, I don't know. I can't make any promise on that yet. Steve, it's May 8th to the 16th. Yeah, that's right. Not March. See, I told you guys I'm still not. That's very close to the free fall event because that's, I think, the end of that that month. What about the heli extravaganza? Is it? It's the week after this year, isn't it? Instead of the week before? Uh, I don't know. I heard there was something different about that. So leave us a voicemail. The number is nine seven three nine three six eight nine three six. Um. If you're looking for the voicemail number and you know you're you're listening to this and you're like, ah oh, man, what is it? Um, you don't have to rewind. If you go to the Facebook f- page for Free Forestry Podcast and you look under like about, you'll see that our this phone number is listed as our phone number. Nice. You know, you can get the number right from our Facebook page, and I think you can click on it, and if you're on your phone, it'll, you know, it'll call ask the call right there. So make it nice and easy for everyone. Yep. Awesome. Call. So drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefallrcpodcast. Check out, check, check out, check out, check out, check out, I'm checking out. Check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.show. <laughs> Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> hi, Chris. <laughs> you stored it. <laughs> Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcasts, free for RC podcasts. And make sure you say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hildeflyer. Hi, David. Hey, David Hill. Yeah. And also Rocky Boy. Rocky Boy. Hi, Rocky Boy. Uh, fellow podcasters, we got the Heliheads Podcast. That's Mike, Kevin, and Dan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this past episode was uh, Scott. Scott Graham, El Presidente. Yes. Uh, we have the Telerotor podcast who believes Scott Graham is not El Presidente. That is Mike <laughs> Robert, Mike Rich. Nice. Nice. I took my own advice from last week. 
MR 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 MR. All right, BKRC podcast. That would be Mister Mister, which was a band from the eighties. What? MR MR Mister Mister. Uh, BK podcast is Bert and Kyle. Bert and Kyle, nice. Or be kind. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, we have the RC Roundtable. That's Fitz Terry and Lee. Yes. Uh, dude, I've been watching uh, Fitz's YouTube channel. I, I love it, man. He does uh, a lot of plain stuff, uh, but it's pretty cool. Awesome. Okay, we got High Voltage. With Bobby Watts. Has Bobby been putting out episodes? I don't recall. Yeah, I don't remember. I wonder if yeah, it might have slowed down. Has. Been busy, probably. Uh, let's see. Skids Up. Skids Up. Hose down with Frank, <laughs> <laughs> with Frank Scott, Javier, and Paul. Yes, right. I haven't heard an episode from them in a while. No, and that means they're going to release an episode soon because I said that last time and they opened and they had an episode before I we even released this episode. Yeah, that episode. So, so we'll hopefully see another one soon from them. Did they do an so. episode on Nitro? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like they should the do another beginner one. series Nitro, yeah. Uh, AMA podcast. That's with Matt Ruddick. Yep. Make sure you l- listen to episode 16 and 17. Yeah, stay up to date on that. Yes. Find out what's going on. On other things you should make sure you do is go check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Bam, yes. Bam, bam. Don't watch his primary one, just the, the two. Bill Ann 2? Just Bill Ann 2. Where he's reading the owner's manuals? Yeah. Yeah, I think cooking tips. Bam, bam, bam. I think he does have a video on uh, paint drying too. I'm yes. pretty sure how to dry paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it had a video where it was just him looking through a telescope, but it wasn't the image of the telescope. It was just a video of Bill looking in his telescope. <laughs> just oh, a third maybe. person view of him yeah. looking at uh-huh. a telescope. Yeah, yes, for like I an hour. Yeah, I can I can see him putting that out. Yeah, well, I mean, if you need if you need to watch something and fall asleep at night, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't watch a video of him staring back at you because that'll keep you up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll get you nightmares. That'll keep you, you up. Give you nightmares. <laughs> It'll keep you up, and then when you eventually do pass out of exhaustion, you'll get your nightmares. So yeah, please. <laughs> All right. Thanks to our listeners. We are Skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Love you later. later. <laughs> right. no, I got I got a friend. All right. George, George. I'm getting in the morning. Go, go, go. George, good right. to talk to Thanks you, man. Glad home. you're doing all right. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. it. Awesome. Bye-bye. Hey, bye. bye. Steve, I got tickled because you were reading the outro really slow and you got all fucked up. You started <laughs> yeah, no. reading it fast and you were fine. <laughs> because I, I'm so used to reading it like, know, as fast as I can. That's so I was why like, I got time. tickled. You <laughs> actually like, got screwed up by going slow. <laughs> yep. like, I'm going to just read it very slow and calm and, you know, and <laughs> see what happens. And, yeah, I'm like, check out. Our <laughs> yep, you were checking out.
What's up? What's up? What's up, Buttercup? Am I like super loud? Uh, I don't know. No. All right. Because I cranked my shit all the way up. <clears throat> Why? To 11. <laughs> so the FAA will hear me. Turn the knob to 11. Yeah. You gonna add Steve or should I? No, I, I added George and Steve. Dude, I'm the flipping man. You are on the fucking ball tonight. I'm early. I'm on the ball. Got my shit to 11 and shit. I'm gonna start talking about alcoholism. Sounds good. Yeah, I think it's time to start my new podcast, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I have, I'll have on a different bartender every week. We can tell stories. Yeah. And shit. Okay, it's going to be pro-alcoholism, correct? Yeah, yeah. Cause there's, good, good. There, there's, Everybody hates quitters. I mean, and there's way too many podcasts out there that are against it. Yeah, there's plenty for that. We need to balance it out. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. I'll listen. Yeah, I'm going to call it the responsible alcoholic. You really should do that. That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> I know. It's like a 20-minute episode or something. Yeah. Talk about drinks. Talk about my favorite drink of the week. Do a, do a recipe each episode. Like exactly. A, yeah. A new drink. That'd yeah. That'd be cool as hell. Because people... And ask people to send me theirs, and I can try it out like the next weekend, and then tell yeah. them what I think of it. I mean, I know you need more shit to do. You need another <laughs> podcast to edit, but it would be fun. I need absolutely nothing more to do. I was thinking I about quitting my job today. Because <laughs> I have too much shit to do. Maybe put that on the back burner for when you do leave. Yeah. But it would be fun. That's like a really good idea for a show. I have my phone right here. I got my iPad too. Maybe that's it. Oh, I should see if I can meet. That was the wife. I figured. She keeps hearing a phone going off. I figured it's either the wife or the mistress one. One or the other? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't afford two of them, dude. Yeah, one's plenty. We were talking about that. Where I was like, I was talking to the team. I was like, I don't understand these guys that have like two families. One's more than enough. Why would you go get another one? Yeah. Well, my wife sometimes she'll say, Oh, who's that for your girlfriend? And I'll be like, yeah, like I can afford two of you. That's what I'll tell her. <laughs> Would you put a group of 20 people on the other side of the runway and then fly between them and yourself? If they were Democrats, probably. <laughs> I love it. And share what you want to share, man. Like, you know, have, yeah. Like if you don't want to go into your health issues and you just needed a break, that's that's cool. You know, you don't have to. It's all up here. I'm an open book. Cool. I like to hear that. It sounds scary. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's get scared together. Let's do this. Let's get scared. <laughs> do you guys hear my 3D printer? No. No. Dude, this Creality CR10 is freaking super quiet. I don't hear all that stepper motor stuff like, right, 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 right. You know, I don't hear any of that. Well, you got the it's... Pro, right? Yeah, why? Is there a difference? Yeah, that's there are different uh, stepper drivers on the Pro than the one I have. And I'm, even mine's kind of quiet. 
But yeah, that thing's Kevin's really goes, quiet. Rrr, 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 rrr. Yeah. <laughs> My ain't it? That thing is so loud. Yeah. I mean, you guys hear it when, you know, if I have it on when we record it, you hear it. Um, cool. All right. All right. Where are we? <laughs> All right, and what do you guys think of the title? <laughs> I figured it was a little throwback to Star Wars. <laughs> what, Attack of the Clones? No, Clone, the Clone Wars. Wars. I like yeah. it. Yeah, you like it? More yeah, like cool. Attack of the Clones. Dude's trying to hostily take over the business. All right, before I uh, go any further, before I sink to an all-time new low, let's start the stupid show. For more mindless blather, join me on the <laughs> on the uh, what's the say, name of the uh, responsible alcoholic. I was going to say more info nuggets from Kevin Teshner. Right. <laughs> more nuggety pearls of wisdom. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh, your boy. wife will not wear around her neck. No oh, boy. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's start the show. Okay. <laughs> All right.